The missing piece of the final puzzle is inspired by Matthew 18 when the shepherd leaves the 99 to go after the last one. I want you to realize that God's purpose for your life is just like a puzzle. The more pieces you put together, the more you see the truth of God's plan. And let me tell you something, because if I can be real, you are the one missing piece, the chosen one that Jesus pursued the same way to complete his final puzzle. And until he finds you and bring you back where you belong, the puzzle will stay incomplete and Jesus promised to us remain unfinished. Hey, listen, I just want you to use this podcast as a guide to make yourself fully available to him, share your faith with other athletes, and proclaim that each and every single one of us is part of something greater. So here we go. Welcome. And let's just talk on the missing piece of the final puzzle. everybody welcome back on the missing piece of the final puzzle today we have a very special guest to start season two of this podcast listen i don't know if you guys are ready but i just had a little talk with this person and man it's gonna be really really good um i know him as pastor miller right that's correct and uh coach former coach, coach here coach, at osu coach, yeah, coach. and player yeah. no and coach yes and player, yeah. and player. Yeah. wow awesome and now you are coaching at Langston. Yes, sir. Wow, awesome. Well, listen, I just went to his church. Uh, when was it? Sunday morning? Yes. That was a nice sermon. Well, thank really you for nice. Yeah, it was awesome. I just want to tell you thank you. This is crazy. You're about to see it. Stay with us. But thanks for coming, and I hope you're doing great today, and you're just really to get this thing started. Well, I'm glad to be here and yeah. glad to have the opportunity to share. Yes. Um, all right. So this is your story. Okay. So how about you just take us back to you? Well, um, I am 69 years old <laughs> and most of my life I've been in sports and forever since eight years old, I've been a Christian mm -hmm. and I come from a, a unique background and my background is, uh, I was raised in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And I'm from a little small, small place, very small place called Hot Coffee, Mississippi. Hot and coffee? So, <laughs> hot coffee. <laughs> hot coffee. Okay, let's go. <laughs> and so uh, had a very humble beginning. Uh, it's a rural area. My family was uh, farmers. Uh, uh, maybe uh, my grandmother would did day work. Uh, but she was uh, a devout Christian lady. And one thing for sure that we was involved in church uh, on Wednesday night, on Sunday morning for Sunday school. And whenever, whenever the doors was open, we was there. Mm. And so the Lord have, Lord blessed me uh, for years up until I, to, I was in 11th grade. My mama was a single mom. And, and so went through a lot of adversities, a lot of situations in life uh, when I was, when I became in the ninth, when I when I uh, received an, um, my ninth grade uh, uh, degree, or I made it to ninth grade, I would stay with my grandmother in in hot coffee, and then I was shipped to. Uh, I would. You said uh, shipped. Well, I'm not shipped. But, yeah, but, <laughs> don't but, say that of me. But, but I was. I made the transition from from a rural area to a more of an inner city area, which is in Biloxi, Mississippi. Gotcha. And so I went to Nichols High School where. I, where I played basketball and, and I started playing football. Mm -hmm. And so uh, great things happened. Uh, still 
follow the, the guidelines for being in church, but also uh, me and my brother worked to help support the family. And so- uh, Oh my gosh, I hear a lot of good things. Yeah, so, uh, uh, you know, had a good life. Yeah. And uh, I didn't think it was that good at that time, but yeah. uh, when I look back over it, it was a very humble mm-hmm. life, very good life, very submission life, being obedient. And the Lord just blessed me, wow. you know, from there on into uh, going to college and from there, uh, on into uh, my profession in life. So Wow. Okay. You said a lot. You threw a lot at me. <laughs> a lot of good things. But first you said that you have always been in your faith since you was, what, eight? Eight. Uh-huh. Who kind of like planted those seeds? Like, because I know whenever you're young, it's not like, ooh, I'm going to go to church. Ooh, on well, my own, right? You well, needed probably somebody that took you to church. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, my birthday was uh, in 1953. And so 1953 to 1963 is probably one of the roughest and the toughest time in the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the uh, civil rights uh, movement was going on uh, in Alabama and as well as Mississippi. Uh, a lot of segregation uh, was uh, that we faced and that was a part of life. Uh, and one thing that uh, my family had, my grandparents had, my mother had, was the Lord. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. and they was a devout Christian. They believe and trust in the Lord. They had hope, you know, for a better day. They had a hope, you know, uh, to make this world a better place, right. you know, by being kind, you know, by being a servant of God, and also by being by serving their fellow man and just being humble peoples. Uh, it, it could have easily been a a, a time of hate, but right, it was a more sure. of a time of of love and uh, of encouragement, and especially during that you know dreadful time. Uh, we were shielded from the media. Uh, of course, we lived in the rural area. We didn't have a t- we didn't have a, a television. We we just had the radio, mm-hmm. and so uh, but we we had the radio, and we had God, and we had each other, and so uh, those some things you know during that time. That when that's all that's all you have and that's all you know, yeah. that's good. <laughs> wow, is that okay? So I I remember last time whenever I came to church, Pastor Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. He spoke yes. and he said one of your favorite verse was trust in the Lord with yeah. all your yeah. heart and do not lean on yeah. your own understanding. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow, now it's all clicking. That makes sense. <laughs> well, Proverbs three, five, and six, and especially yes. uh, when I left home uh, and. Uh, had opportunity to go to Mississippi Valley State, which right. is a, a historical black school. And then I was there for a summer and also a semester. And then I transferred back to Gulf, to Gulf Coast Junior College. And then where I, I really uh, finished out my football career. And most of all, I really reunited and realized my, 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 my Christianity, my faith was, wasn't just a fantasy. It was for real. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I began to pray and ask the Lord to bless me in my athletic career. Yes. And there, before the season was over, after nine and two season, I was selected to the All Star Game and the Mississippi Junior College All Star Game. And from there, I was one of the most, I wanted the most I wanted I wanted the defensive value players in the All Star Game. Wow. And there, God began to bless me. And there, where I met a coach from Oklahoma State. And that, that gave me an opportunity, you know, to come along with some other schools. And so when me and my friend of mine named S.L. Stephen, which is uh, 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 one of my teammates, we came here, we said, this is it. This is where the Lord is sending us mm-hmm. to Oklahoma State. 
And so I came here uh, involved in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, I did not realize that this was the birth of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here at Oklahoma State. But uh, during that time, uh, my grandmother would write me a letter and she would write, write a letter. Didn't have that much money, but she always sent in that letter $5. And she always had a scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and, five six. and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not upon your own understanding. In all, of, all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will Make direct your path. Yes. Okay, I need a little break. Woo, <laughs> yeah. it is so hard because you're throwing so much at me, but it's all good things. Yeah. And you yeah. said, so your grandma was one of the ladies that always been in your life yes. with your mom, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, my... Um, didn't realize a lot of things until my mom was on her sick bed and, uh, and then she was in ICU and I began to look some through some of the personal things and then kind of find out that my father was, um, I believe it was, he was 40, 40, 47 years old. My mother was 25 years old. And so you so said my your dad was 47, 25. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So it was, it was an eight, big eight. It was a large age difference between my mother and my father and realizing, you know, that my mother, left in the rural area of hot coffee to come to Blux, Mississippi to have a new start in life. Mm -hmm. And she was going through a divorce yep. and, and which was a very uh, abusive divorce. Mm -hmm. And so she was trying to really uh, move out of the local location and to move into a new location. And that's where she met my father. And uh, uh, unfortunately, I did not never meet my father personally, but you know, there was a picture and she said, your father was a good man. And that's all I know. And, and then I received a birth certificate. And so I just, I, I trust my mother and I always had good memories and good thoughts about my father. You know, and it also left some thoughts that why he wasn't why, why he never was there. Yeah. But as time went on, I learned how to forgive him and to move on with my life. Mm, yep. Make sure I got that straight. So your mom was previously in an abusive yes, uh, relationship, yes. but then she met your dad. Yeah. And... Yeah. She was, uh, leaving, uh, uh, she was trying to disperse from the relationship and there, I don't you know where she got a divorce or whatever, there's some changes that took place in her life. And so she moved to another location, which is on the coast of Mississippi. And there, where she was, uh, worked there at the university hotel, you know, as a, as a, as a laborer for his uh, housekeeper, and mm -hmm. then my father was there, also working, also as a, as a, as a, you know. Man, God has such in, a way a, to work things out. Yeah, in a in a restaurant, and so, uh, wow. you know, the chemistry started, and let's and, go, uh, we and, lit. And, 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 <laughs> but she, but he helped my mother and encouraged my mom, and and so my uncle had told me and said, you know, yeah, said when your mom you met your dad, you know, she began to you know, you know, do good in life. Man, now I see why God put the two of us um, together. I mean, yeah. there are so much similarities. Like yeah. my mom went through a very abusive yeah. marriage with my dad. And yeah. that's my prayer for my mom, that she finds her person, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That. Well, my, my mother was a, a great role model for me. And of mm -hmm. course, you know, I had a really strong background, you know, with my grandmother, my grandfather, and my great uncle, and they were strong Christian peoples. And so they encouraged me and they watched me uh, as I lived my life. It was molded in Christ. 
And and that was the greatest resource, mm-hmm. you know, that I can look back on and I still have today. And both, they all are going to heaven now, but I, I carry on the legacy of, yep. of living for Christ and carry, and carrying the torch of my faith. And I'm, you know, hopefully able to pass it on down to my children, to my grandchildren, and also to others. And so the life I live is in Christ. Yeah. And so I, as a coach, as a pastor, uh, whatever I try to model Christ in my life. And uh, I had opportunity to uh, play ball here at Oklahoma State. Uh, there was, uh, it was 16 years before Oklahoma State went to a bowl game and I was a part of uh, the Fiesta Bowl, you know, you know back in 1974. Wow. And so there are some there are some great things that happened yeah. while I was I was a student here at, at Oklahoma State, and from there I had opportunity uh, to serve in a lot of platforms. I had opportunity to go to a Christian camp called Camp Canicut, and then from there I was in a football uh, training program there with, with some other college athletes because we was all counselors at this Christian camp. Mm-hmm. And then when when I came from that Christian camp. Uh, my coach here, which was named Jim Stanley, which is coach at Oklahoma State, he called me and said uh, the World Football League team had asked about me, and uh, he said uh, I'm sending you down to Birmingham, Alabama, you know, to to join this uh, World Football League team. And so I was in shape and I was ready. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I got down there on a on a Tuesday. Uh, what I was, uh, they would just had broke training camp. They were playing their first game. Had I had the opportunity to play in that first game, and I was on special team and running down you know all all that special team do and then from that i had a great opportunity to make that team and then great Mm -hmm. things happen wow so so uh okay so i have a question real quick before i go back to ask you about background what i hear is a lot of barriers that you have broken either for your family for yourself as a black man here that's amazing. I want to ask you, how do you deal with that on a daily basis when you feel like the Lord has such a good calling on your life? Yeah. Even if you can't see too far into the future, you know, because right. I'm dealing with that right now. Yeah. Like that light place on the inside of me is yeah. bright, yeah. so bright. And I know what he's about to bless me with, yeah. where he's about to take me is going to be yeah. amazing. I don't know how to... I mean, I trust him on the daily, right? That's all I can do, stay in touch with the spirit and I'll be yeah. just fine. But it's like, do, did you ever felt like pressure or did you ever felt like, you know, you don't want to mess it up, you know, like doubt, self-doubt. Like sometimes I ask myself, am I good enough to? Well, right. I, I was always humble and I was all, one thing for sure that I would learn by my grandparents was the willing to work and to be obedient and to and to follow the protocol, mm-hmm. and 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 to uh, to make sure that whatever I do, you know, I do it right, and 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 I try to set a good example of doing it right. And a lot of times, you know, things when I deal with the unknown, I just I follow that scripture, proper three, five, and six. Yeah, it just trust in the Lord, and and I, sometimes you don't know where the Lord is taking you, mm-hmm. but one thing for sure, I'm going to trust in Him. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a as a young man, uh, in especially in, involved in college, and uh, when I was in college, I was uh, I was the president of uh, Fellowship Christian Athlete Program. I Let's shared go. my testimony <laughs> across the state yeah. of Oklahoma. Uh, it was a humble testimony. 
there, there was a lot of development for me. I learned how to speak, learned how to really, you know, trust people's, you know, because oh. those were some of the barriers that I, that I had to, I had to, I had to encounter, I had to overcome, uh, because I wasn't used to speaking in front of a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was shy. Uh, my confidence was low, and but one thing, you know, for sure, you know, I love to, I love to play the game. I love to play football, yeah. and 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 when I was in school, you know, it was very important. I go to class. Very important. I apply myself. And a lot of things. If I didn't know, I would try to really, you know, we had a tutor, uh, you know, to help me through. Uh, but most of the most most important thing is being faithful, you mm-hmm. know, to going to class, being yep. faithful to trying, being faithful to be willing to listen and to follow instruction and apply yourself. And so, a lot of times, being took, humble, yeah, basically. yeah. <laughs> it, it took me, I mean, hours of studying, you know, uh, uh, hours of uh, rereading mm-hmm. and getting an understanding. Uh, making sure that you know, that I, you know, get my assignment. Making sure, you know, that that I was doing. I, I was making an effort, you know, to really, to really make things happen. Mm. I was concerned about my grades. Uh, there was sometimes the majors I was in. Uh, I was way over my head, and then I made an adjustment, you know. And so when I made those adjustments, there was other people that would have helped me mm-hmm. and gave me a helping hand to really make those things happen. Right. And so, uh, you know. I just really, you know, just trusting God and yeah. God was good to me. Uh, I, I wanted to have the desire to play professional football and want to play in the NFL right, right away, but yet and still, it, 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 you know, that was not the case. I didn't get to invited to NFL camp, yeah. but I went to the World Football League, mm-hmm. and I and and I made that team in the World Football League, and then during that course of the season, we played about nine or ten games, and the league folded, and so. Uh, at, at then again, I'm, I'm at another uh, crossroad. Where do I go from here? And I received the opportunity to go to Canada, and I I I, I was I received a, a contract with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Went to camp with them, uh, played four games. I got traded to Winnipeg. Went to went to Winnipeg. Played played about four games, and then I wound up you know being traded again to Edmonton Eskimos, mm-hmm. and then great things happened. So uh, yep. uh, we made it to the playoff. And you so know. basically, you was a superstar. <laughs> Let's just say that, okay, superstar. Ooh, okay. And what I hear too is that, yes, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. I totally get that part. But I think sometimes we tend to forget that we have a part to do. Right. And when I hear you speaking, is whenever you had difficulties, whenever you was facing a wall, you didn't sit down and wait. Right. You went after the answer. You right. didn't wait for somebody to give you the answer. You went and looked for it. And I think sometimes, yes, we believe in God. We trust Jesus. But I feel like sometimes we don't take accountability for the right. part that we have to do. Right. Yes, he can do impossible things, but you also have to do your part. That's right? right. And I feel like a lot of people just forget that part. And it just it's just sad that some of us are still waiting on bless- blessings Right. And sometimes you, the prayer you need is, okay, God, I know you're going to make that happen. I know you're going to break that wall, but what can I do now? Yeah. Well, you know, I just think you have to really go for it. And uh, I, you know, the most important thing, you know, for anybody in life, you know, especially a young person or especially young athletes is to make preparation. Mm. I mean, make preparation. And the most important thing is to train and to be ready. How do you make preparation? To make preparation is that that you know you have this vision, this image in, in your mind where you want to go, 
where you want to be. Or the instinct too. Yeah. Instinct. Yep. Yeah, instinct. And 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 you have a pitch in your mind. And and before before I even seen the football coming up, and I got I was raised up in a rural area. We didn't have a football team. I you know in when I was in the seventh eighth grade, I wanted to play professional football. And so I had to dream it. Mm-hmm. And it all starts with a dream. dream. I did not know exactly how things go. You know, we didn't have a football team. Yep. You know, but when I when I uh, made the uh, the move, you know, from 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 ninth grade to my tenth grade year, my brother was playing at Nichols High School, and and uh, and he was a, he was an office lineman, and but I you know so I wanted to play football, and I know I mean I've been playing satellite football way before. I got the got the real helmets, the real shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. I was there, <laughs> and so be there before yeah. you get there. And so it is true. <laughs> it is so true with those you know that's successful in life. You have to really dream it and believe it. First of all, you got to conceive it mm-hmm. and believe it, and then dream it in order for it to happen. Yeah. Uh, and and so, uh, as someone say that in your mind you've been there so many times that once when you get there you know what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, from 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 the World Football League to the Canadian Football League when yep. they when they played the the, the the national anthem, Old Canada. I mean, I believe in my mind yes. of, of playing that game. <clears throat> I believe in my mind making those sacks and making those tackles. And then from there to the NFL, you know, and 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 it, you know, in the, it's four years I played, but yet and still I, I had to really believe every step of the way. I was uh, working for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And um, I believe in, in 1978, I was I was uh, new, newlywed. Me and my wife married. We moved out in Woodward, working for the Fellowship Christian Athletes out in Northwest Oklahoma. And then I received a call from my head coach, that same head coach, that years years before that, mm-hmm. said uh, that a team wanted wants you to come and play in in the World Football League. Now he's the D line coach for the New York Giants. And so I get to call as a, I was an LCA director and a youth director in a place called Woodward, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And in Woodward, Oklahoma at that time, there were very few Afro-Americans that lived there. Mm-hmm. But I was on a mission for God. And then they call, he called me. And so I told my wife, I said, hey, look, you take my, you take my post as a youth director. I'm going to play football. And I went to training camp. And 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 that training camp was that you practice and you play and that that you practice and that you make preparation to make that football team. Time out, time out. I'm so sorry. Time out. A lot you just said. First of all, I need to go back on what you said. The dream that God gave you when you was in eight, nine grade. Yeah. I need to make a point right there because I truly believe that God gives the most intense. And even if it makes no sense, but he gives those dreams to us when we, whenever we're young. That's I right. feel like there is a specific reason why when we're young, we yeah. have faith. That's right. You know, That's right. right now, as, as you grow up, you allow the lies of society get into your head. Right. You allow all those things right. to block it. Right? right. I believe that kids, they dream about everything. Right. Yeah. So I believe yeah. that there is a specific reason why God give us those visions when we are really young. Also, what I heard whenever you spoke is wherever you was when the coach called you, yeah. you said, I was one of the few um, 
African American there. That's right. That I know a lot of people that would have quit just because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said right after I was on a mission for God. Yeah. I just need to say that because so many times I've been in some situations where I wanted to quit, where I didn't want yeah. to keep going, where I feel like those people are getting on my nerves, so I have yeah. to leave. But there are blessings. What if you would have left? You would have never got that call. That's right. Well, and, and at this time, I'm, I am 25, 20, 25, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, just, I mean, and this is, I got the call in, 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 um, I got to call in July. And so in December, I was just married. And mm-hmm. so, and so. Wait, so, you said you meant to call in July? I got to call in July. Yep. And I was, I was a newlywed. Yeah. You know, like like in, in December. Well, no, no, no. I, I have a newlywed in, in June. Okay. Yeah, June the 3rd. That's when my wife got married. And so now, no kids, no, and I said, now I get this opportunity. So do I do I stay home or do I go? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't fulfilled, uh, you know. Here, now here's a chance to play in the NFL. I played World Football League, Canadian Football League, but my goal was to play in the NFL. NFL. And here was my opportunity. And 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 the Lord had really moved my head coach from Oklahoma State to a coach that's coaching at New yes. York Giants at the deepest line. Ooh, coach. Hold on. <laughs> wow, God is so amazing. Yeah. And I know what you're talking about because that's what happened to me. Yeah. With Coach Hoyt. I told you there's yeah. a reason why he connected us. Um yeah. but I need to say this. When you got the call, you stepped out of faith. You know what I mean? You stepped out of faith and you made the sacrifice. You didn't say, I'm too scared. I'm yeah. not gonna go because what if? Yeah. What if? But you went and Here's the thing. Your favorite scripture is Proverb uh, 3, 5, 6. Right. Mine is Isaiah 41, 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Yeah. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you in my yeah. righteous right hand. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I see. You got the call. Yeah. You stepped out of faith. I can't imagine the amount of fear you had, questions, yeah. doubts, and thoughts. Yeah. But you stepped out of faith and you did not fear because he is your God. And He, you yeah. knew he would have been yeah. with you, right? I, and, I, I just believe and trust, yes. you know, that when the opportunity presents itself and, you know, I would like to have more time for preparation, for training, but I, 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 I was felt like I was in, 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 in fairly decent shape, but I, I felt like I would not let, you know, I felt like I could not let this opportunity pass by. Mm. And thank God I, I had a spouse, I had a wife that said, go for it. Time out. Did y'all heard that? He had a spouse that said, go for it. He didn't say, or a girlfriend, whatever. He didn't say, I had somebody that told me, no, but I want you to stay with me. She was supportive. She was supportive. And I think that's, yeah. for me, that's, oh gosh. So if you're, I believe that if you're wondering if this person comes from God or not, I believe one of the characteristics is, will that person always uh, support you Yeah. through high and lows? Yeah. And I think today, there's a level of selfishness yeah. in relationships that's yeah. increasing tremendously, yeah. right? You're right? And I know people call it, oh, it's called toxic relationship. But 
That's a way to see it. Yeah. God would not want you to be with somebody that anytime he needs to call you to go on a mission that this person just stops you. Right. He would always put somebody for you that whenever he said, all right, son. Okay, girl. All right, daughter. Let's go. Yeah. That person is like, okay, we're going. Where are yeah. we going? And that person is well, excited with you. Yeah. That's important. Well, as I, as, as I, at the age where I'm at in life and I look back on it now, and not only in football and in professional athletic and professional sports, but also in my calling as a pastor and my calling as a coach. And so uh, those were callings and those the decision making that I had to make. Do I accept the call? Do I go? Mm -hmm. And so my, my calling, my first pastoralship was, you know, I uh, finished playing professional football. Uh, that same coach was at the New York Giants. And then he called me to the left the New York Giants at that first year. And then that next year, he, w he went to the Atlanta Falcons. So he called me to the Atlanta Falcons. So I received a call again. And then but after, after I uh, then, when I finished pro professional football, I got involved in, in, in the, as, a, as a petroleum engineer. At that time in Oklahoma, you know, the boom was going on in the early 80s. And so I came back and I had a friend that was, that was in the oil field business. So I got involved in the oil field business. Mm. And so first of all, I mean, I started out as what you call a roughneck. roughneck. And so that's just the basis of working the oil field. I get a call from this coach and at the New York Giants that called me and I go to work. I needed a job to take care of my family. So I go to work on the oil field rig and he called me on the oil rig and say, what are you doing? I said, I'm roughnecking on this, on this well. He said, I got an opportunity for you. Oh, time out, time out. break I'm gonna breathe okay to me it's crazy how I just think it's um, I need to stop saying crazy I think it's amazing how we go back to what I said earlier you make sure you do your part yeah the Lord will make sure he's do he, he's doing his part yeah all you have to do is be nice to people Work hard and do your best That's every right. day, right? That's right. That's what you did. That's right. What he did. That's he right. Allow somebody to call you, right? Yeah. In the meantime, what you did, you still worked hard, been nice to people, and make sure you do your job. Yeah. yeah. He opened the door. Yeah. You just go right through the door with no fear. Yeah. Now you are in this new place, right? Yeah. And you still do whatever you know best. You be nice to people. Yeah. You trust him. Yeah. Do your work. Yeah. You do your part. He opens another door. And it's yeah. crazy to me how we don't, it's such a perfect yeah. timing yeah. because this man always show up and he always have the right people in your life at the right time for then whenever he blesses them, he can be, all right, I still have my servant right there, always faithful to me. It's time for her or him to follow. So you got yeah. the call and you say, okay, I got the call. And, you know, before you get the call, you might go through 
some adverse situations in your mind and in in your life. And 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 I when I came from professional football, had brought brought a country a home, a country in, in, in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And then I you know started a little business with another friend of mine from Oklahoma State, and it's a water purifying business. And and I mean it it wasn't gelling, it wasn't working. And so I get a friend a friend of mine call from the petroleum field and said, We got jobs out here. Mm-hmm. And so I left home and traveled three hundred some miles and to a rural area in Wheeler, Texas, and started working on that rig. And 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 I was I would I would work uh, so many days on and so many days off, and then I would come home. But while I was out there working that rig, you know, it would just I I received that call, and when I received that call, the job was so the professional ball was so much so prestigious than what I was doing, but you know, it came at a time that when uh, I was with a crew, and that crew quit. Mm-hmm. And I since I don't travel three hundred some miles, they were they were local, mm-hmm. and 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 so, I so I said I wasn't gonna walk off from my job, and so I was gonna go and tell my supervisor that hey look, I am the only one left. The rest of them left. They, they walked off, and I couldn't walk off, and he and and he told me he said well, you know, work your t- work it work your 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 your, your, your uh, work work your tour out and then come back the next day and he had a crew for me and so when i received a call whether i received a call and these these were guys there was labors on this on this oil rig and and i went to him and i said hey i got a decision to make i got it he said what's the decision to make and i said to stay here or go play play, play professional football the guy looked at me and said are you crazy and i said what do you mean yeah, he right. said, "That's no choice." He said, "We are. This is. We are doomed. This is what we got to do. This is our livelihood. You got an opportunity to advance yourself more than than what you're doing now." And he said, "It's no brainer. It's no brainer. Go do it." I mean, I mean, and this guy gave me some advice, yeah. and, and he looked at me like, "What are you what talking are you about?" Doing? <laughs> Because because you're gonna make thousand thousand dollars, and 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 you're gonna travel, uh, you're gonna play for the NFL, and now we we just on an oil rig, we are doomed. Yeah. And so, but that's the that's the, that's the humbleness in me for being loyal to the people I work with, and then I loyalty. Asked, yeah, yeah. What I see through that is loyalty for sure. Yeah. Humility. Yeah. But. It tells a lot about you because you're unselfish. Yeah. How many people would you say would be today in the world of like today would be in your shoes? Do you know a lot of people that would stay in that job? No. People would have been like deuces. I'm out. You know? People would have yeah. been like, I'm out. What are you talking about? I'm not going to sit here and work so much so, for you guys when I can be able to go play pro. Yeah. And that says a lot about you. So when, when I received a call... And I I, talk, I asked him a coach. I said, and he said, well, I said, well, what is the possible chances for me uh, uh, coming? And he said, well, we got to work out some things. And I said, what what you got to work out? He said, well, it's down it's between you and an all pro defense tackle that that had that which would possibly could go in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, well, there's no contest and you're going to get the job. He said, well, wait a minute. Mm. It, so your price tag's a lot different than his. Favor. <laughs> Favor. That's what that so, is. So in other words, they were saying you have a lower price tag yep. <laughs> because I was hungry to play. And and this other guy had played many, many years. Mm -hmm. and, and he was an all-pro guy, Curly Cup, had played for many years. And I said, well, it's, it's you know, we play at the same position. I said, he's experienced and, yep. and you're going you're gonna to choose him. And he said, not so fast. Not so fast. He, he said, because... I am interceding and standing in for you. I'm pulling for you. What happened after that? So I got the job. Okay, time out. <laughs> this is called favor, guys. You think favor? Do not belittling favor, all right? Time out. I put my headphones back because it's hard to stay focused. I'm, I'm, I, need, I need to make some laughs and run around. First of all, in that time of your life, God made sure you had a person that would fight the fight for you in right, there, right, on the inside, right. while you are on the outside. Right. That's one. Second, again, the humble part comes in. You said, well, listen, he got the job. You know, I ain't got no chance. I mean, he been playing pro, but he said time out. And that's called favor. Right. Favor can take you places. Absolutely. Gosh. I found out in life that you will you will make you would you accept many opportunities but someone had to really intercede on your behalf in order to give you an opportunity mm. so so that's 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 the way it's been in my pro, pro career and that's the way it's been in, in in my in my calling for the lord as a pastor and so god have intervened and helping me and so uh, w once I went to professional football, and I was in my last stop was, was the Atlanta Falcons. And when I made when I when I arrived at that team, that team was so successful. Mm. That team was operating great, gotcha. but they had some key players that was hurt, and I filled in for those key players. And so while I was there, there was a team of Christian athletes, the quarterback. The running back, they, they, they had an awesome Bible study. And God placed me in that, in that setting for about six weeks. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, you know, Steve Bukowski, Wallace Francis, William Andrew, uh, Dave Scott, some great Christian men that were professional athletes. And God put me in that circle to be with them. And he had a purpose and he had a plan for me being there. And that team that I was on was undefeated. And 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 they was they, they the, the team was was going into the playoff, and they were they were the division champs, and I was I was released from the team in order to bring the other guys back, because he had me there for a purpose, and then I watched that team and I and as they as they ventured into the playoff, and they barely missed the opportunity to be in the Super Bowl, you know by in by two games. So that was a winning team that God put me on with, with the Atlanta Falcons in 1980 and with a group of all-star all -star players. And, uh, and they had a great leader. Uh, Steve Bukowski was the quarterback. Uh, Lehman Bennett was the head football coach. A lot of guys named uh, Granville Lincoln was the defense coordinator. The, the coach that I know was my D-line coach. But God 
you know, placed me in that setting, in that setting for a reason, for a purpose. And then that was the last time I played professional football. Then my family began to come along, and then they, they and they they sent a telegram to me in the summertime, and I made a decision to stay with what I was doing. Okay. I hope I'm not going to forget what I'm trying to say because my brain can't work that fast. Um, yes, he did put you on the team for a purpose. But one point I want to make is like, you know when people say we have desires in our hearts, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know where exactly it is, but isn't it is in proverb. You tell me. It's a scripture where it says that um, the desires are coming from man, right. but God is the one that will uh, validate it or not. Those are you. not the right words. I know that, right. but it says that, right? Yeah. I don't know where to find it, but I know it's in the Bible. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, when I hear I your story, it, but I, can, yeah, I can find it for yeah. you. What, where I, what I hear from your story is you had desires since yeah. you was a baby and you said you dreamed about it, right? And yeah. it was, I always wanted to play pro ball. Yeah. That was the desire of your heart. Now it was about God's will and yeah. when he will align it with his perfectly great, amazing timing, right? He allowed that dream to become true because yeah. you had a desire in your heart and he loves you so much that he made it happen, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter how long you stayed there. It, it just don't matter. Right. But you got the experience. Yeah. And on top of that, he blessed you above and beyond because you was able to be around people that had the same belief as you. And I guess you made great connections, right? That's right. And look about the great, perfect timing. He gave you the desires of your heart. You go back home and now you start your family. How perfect is that? Well, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, because what the Lord was doing, he was setting me up, you know, for another chapter in my life. We'll talk about that chapter because we're, we still got to stay focused on this one. It's, it's hard enough <laughs> well, right now for well, me see, to I stay didn't, focused. I didn't understand then, but God had another chapter in my life that he would prepare me for. And, and, and that was ministry as a pastor and also ministry as a coach. Did you, so whenever we talk about he had a mission for you, did you, um, did you have a lot of seeds planted on the inside of you when you was part of that team and those Christians athlete? Well, I always prayed, you know, when I got to the NFL, that the Lord will give me a platform to be a witness. Let's go. <laughs> you know, because because uh, you know because it was a blessing for God for me to be there because you know. At that time, or even now, I will be, I would be considered as an undersized defense lineman, mm -hmm. you know. But my quickness, uh, the ability to work, uh, the ability to, to you know to, to you know to, to play hard, you know, that always came into play. Mm -hmm. And so and so, uh, when people think about NFL player, they think about these you know six foot six and yep. six foot seven, six foot eight, you know, players. But yet and still. You know, whereas a player is six one, uh, you know, two hundred seventy five pounds. You know, there's a place for them, and so it's it's not how big he is, and you know, it's it's the quality and and what you do, and how you go about uh, performing and performing at the at 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 the highest level. 
there are some there are some NFL players like uh, that had made all pro, you know that was that was that was uh, was was a uh, un- undersized lineman that really made things happen. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, I can call their names, but you know, but but you know, but but the ability to play the game and play the game with a zeal and play with all your heart and all your soul, you know, those are the ones that get the job done. Yeah. I'm, I, and I had opportunity later on in life to work with people like Russell Merlin, Leon Lett, uh, 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 George Haley, uh, 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 you know, all pro guys, you know, that were in my coaching career, you know, I was guest coaches for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And and that gave me the platform to work with people like Reggie White. You know, I have a Reggie White jersey in, 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 in my in my den on my wall that's signed by him. You know, Oof. I'm the Minister of Defense. And I, I was did an internship in nineteen ninety three with the Green Bay Packers. And I and I had a chance to help be one on one with him. And I had a chance to to be a to, to be a, a, a guest coach, you know, to work along with him. And so the, the Lord Lord blessed me, you know, to have a, a, a dual ministry, a pastoring and also coaching. And so. Uh, when, and, when did that passion for coaching come in? Well, when I came out of professional football and, and I was in the petroleum business. And so I was I was uh, I was active in my church. Mm-hmm. And so so my my so so my senior pastor says, uh I, I have assignment for you. And I said, what is the assignment? He said, I want you to go and speak to this small country church. Okay. And so I go and speak to this small country church and there was five people there. Mm-hmm. And I spoke and, and at this time, uh, I'm in the petroleum business, I have a company car, you know, a credit card, mm-hmm. phone call because we're going 24 hour call. Mm-hmm. And so, so I had everything I need for travel but and and at the third time, the church invited me back over and over. The third time, and they said, "Well, we're going to call this young." At this time, I'm 33 years old. Okay, we're going to call this young man the pastor. And I'm going. Time out. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, you know, I mean, wait, wait. And then, then the Lord began. I began to pray about it, and the Lord began to whisper to me in my head, my inner spirit, and said, "There's not one reason why you should not take this, this call." And so I said, yes, Lord, I will do it. Obedience. Yeah. And so, uh, so I worked, I worked in the oil field and I would get up in the morning mm-hmm. and I would do my work early in the morning. And then I would travel to my church and the church was two Sundays out of the month, first Sunday and third Sunday. Okay. And there's times, you know, that I traveled long distance and there's times I had my clothes in the car, you know, I would change. And, and 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 I would I would be at church, or you'd have my family to meet me at church, and I, I would. It, but it's a little small rural area, and so the Lord blessed me, you know, to pass that church until uh, the oil field kind of played out. When the oil field played out, the boom goes up and down. I mean, it's good. All of a sudden, the bottom hit. Okay. And so when you get when you, when, the, when the bottom hit, you know, now you're out on a job. Now you got to make some different. Uh, uh, transfers in life you know you got to go to another job yeah. and so uh at, i mean and so i've made those transfers in life you know in order to just in order to take care of my family 
And so at those times sometimes can be very difficult mm -hmm. because I was living in Oklahoma City, just built a house. And now I had to really, I, I was commuting to Dallas to work. And or, it, because in, in the mid eighties, now the boom that fell, and now I still got to really make a living, make a payment on my house. Yeah. And so uh, I did that for a while. And then, you know, you, you, you try to make ends meet. Yeah. And so, what happened? You smiling. <laughs> and so it's the interesting challenge in life. You know, uh, I was trained as a professional driver because I was in the oil field and it, and it required many, a lot of hours of driving. So they trained you to drive. And uh, and so I uh, got me, I, 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 when I, the, to, to live in Dallas, I said, well, I need to move to Dallas. But I had my wife and family. And so I couldn't move to Dallas. And so I said, I need to find a job in Oklahoma. And, and during that time, as another transition in life, that God got my attention because, because I'm, I'm at my lowest totem pole and, and the tears in my eyes. And I don't have a job and I'm trying to feed my family and I have all this debt. And then I want to give up. Mm. But one night I would look, I would listen to TV and a Trinity broadcast and there was a pastor on TV by the name of Dr. Evie Hill. And he was preaching and he said, I'm talking to you, don't give up. Oh. Now, now, now I'm a small pastor. I hadn't quit the church, mm -hmm. but things weren't going so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, don't give up. God is going to bless you and God is going to see you through. Remain faithful. And then I sit up and I listen and I begin to pray and yeah. I ask God for forgiveness because I begin to doubt God. Well, yeah. And so, so that next week, God answered my prayers. That quick. That quick. He gave me a job with the Berry House in Oklahoma City, working at a at a, at a youth detention center. And then he gave me another job with a friend of mine that had that had a that had a, 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 a fleet of cabs. And so I I got my commercial license and I started driving a, a yellow taxi cab in Oklahoma City and working at the Berry House. Time out. I get up at seven o'clock in the morning, wow. drive that cow to about two thirty, and at three o'clock I go to work at this youth youth center to three to eleven. Mm -hmm. I I did that I did that for nine months. Nine. Okay. I did that, I did that for nine months, and God had another transition in my oh. life. Let's go. And so this transition in life, I received a call from Langston University oh. in nineteen eighty seven. They want me to come and coach. And so I got it. So so I was driving this. I was driving this taxi cab, and so now here I am, you know, with a, with a, with a nice shirt on, with a tie on, and going for the interview. Mm -hmm. It was about thirty miles from Oklahoma City to Langston, and so before I get there, the the car I was driving, you know, caught up the tire. It was caught, caught up. See, I, I can't stand the enemy. I I'm I want to fight right now. Because if there's one thing I cannot stand about him is exactly that, that part right there. That makes me yeah. want to fight. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to stop and change this flat tire and it got smut all over my shirt and everything. And so I, so I'm late for the interview, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, the coach that I was interviewing was a Christian coach and he mm. said, and he said, come back to next week. 
Next week I came back, I was on time. I made an interview. The third time he said, come back. And then he said, you got the job. He said, we want you to help out with spring football. And then we, we, we're going to, uh, we, we're going to give you a, a, a stipend until July, and then we're going to put you on full time. And so that's what started my coaching career in 1987. Time out. Time out. Gosh. God is so good. Yeah. He's so good. I'm trying not to get emotional because yeah. I've been there. I, I've been, you know, whenever you shared that low, you want to quit. Man, I've been there, yeah. and it, it, it yeah. it's hard. It's like anybody can tell you anything, but yeah. it's not reaching yeah. in. Yeah. It's not reaching in. Yeah. And God has such an amazing way to put yeah. people on your path that would just say yeah. that one thing, and it would just, yeah. oof. Well, before, in the oil field business, and before I turned in my car and everything, a guy that uh, helped me, with a record service. And I told him I would and and something happened and I needed him to do a you know pull Macari in and and he prophesied to me and he said he said, Miller, you've been there before and God is gonna restore to you. You've been there before, you're gonna regain it again. because that goes back to your childhood yeah it doesn't just go yeah. back to being faithful to that bus you had and making that decision between staying there or going yeah. to play pro it doesn't go back there it goes all the way back to childhood yeah. the same way all those things you had to yeah. be faithful to him proverb yeah. three five six yeah. it goes through to, it goes back to all of that because you already know if there's one thing you got in your bag yeah. is trust yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. And that was the key thing is trusting Him. Yeah. And 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 the Lord told me once I finished praying, if you be faithful and obedient, I'll bless you without a shadow of a doubt. Now it even get better. Okay, then before you tell me that part, <laughs> because okay, I really want to encourage people that are actually listening to that because what God can do for somebody, he can do it for you. Yeah. And that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're saying right now, he did it for you. And I'm saying yeah. the same thing. He did it yeah. for me too. Yeah. And I want to encourage, like, if you feel like you want to give up, if you think that it's just too much, if you think you don't have it in you, you have no idea what God has placed on the inside yeah. of you. Yeah. Because I believe we underestimate our power. Yeah. And too often we give the enemy too much power. Yeah. That one day yeah. you, uh, the tire happened, you could have been like, you know what? It's not for me. Yeah. But you yeah. didn't give yeah. the yeah. enemy too yeah. much authority, right? You you know who you serve. Yeah. You know who made you get out of that situation. Yeah. And yeah. because you yeah. have full awareness yeah. of who he is yeah. and beginning yeah. in the end for a reason, Alpha and Omega for a reason, yeah. creator of yeah. the whole thing yeah. for a reason. Because yeah. you had full awareness of that, full yeah. understanding, you was able to 
still go. I know a lot of people that would have turned the yeah. car around and yeah. just go back to their yeah. place because they might think, yeah. well, I'm not good enough. First of all, I already thought yeah. I wasn't good enough, but now I have all this dirt on me. Of course, they're going to yeah. think I'm crazy. What are they? They're yeah. going to see all oh, this black man coming up in front. No, you still you still went. Well, well <clears throat> I mean, it's a it's a you know, it's not by accident. But at that school, that school was Langston University that gave me a started my coaching career. Mm -hmm. I mean, and when I got, you know, well, that's really what started that. That Christian coach was was a guy by the name of Ron Aiken, and and he was he was an awesome man. He was a young coach. That's his first coaching job, and he hired me. And so and so, but I went to I, I took that job. And nine months later. Wait, time out. Another nine months? After another nine months. Hold on, months, hold on. <laughs> nine months later. How do you later, keep track? Nine months later. Another nine months. Another nine months. Okay, you got something with the number nine. I'm I, just saying. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I took that job. I was a football coach. I was an intramural director for Langston University. And what all, you know, small job, small colleges work a lot of, a lot of, lot of little, you know, I was over the equipment and all this and stuff. But anyway, uh, but nine months later, after a season of 0 and 10. 0 and 10? 0 and 10. Didn't win a game. Okay. We were very close, very, very competitive, but didn't win a game. And so the coach said, I need, I, I need, I need, we need some players. Mm -hmm. We need to find some players. I said, Coach, I know where some at. And so I took him, I, I, I said, Coach, as soon as season's over, we caught a, we, we caught a plane. And and we went to Mississippi and started recruiting Mississippi Junior College players. Wait, hold on. You said you went to a JUCO, right? Yeah. Was that the? Uh, so I went back. I went. That back was to, the JUCO you went to. Yeah, I went back to my mm. home junior, junior college and all those junior colleges where the coaches knowed me because okay. you know because because they were your coach still. They, they, they were they the still, coach. They were still there. They were coach, and a lot of those guys were still coaching that knowed me as a player. Yes, that's and, the thing. And so so I went back. And I recruited. We recruited like about ten immediately transfers at in in at, at mid semester. And uh, we took we took a, a, a seventeen passenger van and, and picked those players up. Drove drove about uh, seven hundred miles. Picked them picked them up uh, eight hundred miles. Picked them up. Brought them back to, to Langston. They stayed twenty four hours and took them back home. And then when the semester was over, you know, they, we all gave them opportunity to come to Langston University, and they came. All of them. All of them. And then so so now we got them on campus. And so now now we're, going, we're getting ready to go to spring football with, with the new players. And I get a call from Tulsa University. Okay, keep going. And one of my teammates that I played with for the, for the New York Giants in the NFL, okay. now the head coach at Tulsa University. This is not funny. Yep. Wow. Wow. And he offered me a job. Okay, I'm out. You know what, guys? I'm out. No, no, it's even get better than this. Okay, time out, time out. Oh, sorry. He said it gets better than this. I'm out. Give me a second, please. Please, we're taking a little quick break. I need to... Because first you're telling me you go on to that job, right? Yeah. 
it was a Christian man placed right there on the in front of you. Yeah. So it's important. He was Christian because that means he has the ability to hear and feel what God put in his heart. Yeah. 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 Meaning he was kind enough to give you another chance. Right. And he had an understanding. And I feel like for me, you don't even need to tell people I am a Christian because they should be able to That's see right. it. That's right. And he saw that in you, right? Yeah. He gave you the opportunity. You telling me nine months after. Nine months after. Again? Yeah. Nine months. And now it's like the your yeah. former t- yeah. teammate? In 87, in 88, I, you know, about not, in, in the next year, before that, before before July, July my annual my is my annual day that I've been at mm-hmm. Langston. But in in March, I get a call, and so they want to hire me at Tulsa University. I only been to school for nine months, so I went to my Christian coach that hired me. They gave me a start. I said I have an opportunity, mm-hmm. and and I said uh, I'm interested. In, and I tried to, I tried to ask my friend that was the head coach, you know, hey, I just got here. I just been on being here for nine months. Yep. And he said, here's an opportunity. It may not be here next year. Okay. And so it's at Division One. It's a, a small college at Division One. Tulsa, key, right? And huh? Langston. What was the level of Langston? Uh, my head coach at Langston was Ron Aiken, and it's at a small college. And then at Tulsa University, it's a major major college. And so my coach at that time, Dave, you know, Dave Rader, which is a friend of mine, he said, Calvin, I'm offering you a job. And 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 uh, and he said, it may not be that next year. And I was saying, well, delay it. I, next year, let, let me stay here. You know, he said, you need to come now. And so my head coach at Langston said, take your spring break, if you're at spring break time, and go and and try the job for a week. And, and, and if, if, if you like it, if you think you, if you think you can stay there, you think you think it's going to be a, a good fit, write a letter of resignation and then and then and then go. Which is part two of what you went through already. Yeah, yeah. And you've been yeah, there already. Yeah. So it it was uh, a, a little bit. It was more money, and then uh, it was a better, it was a bigger stage for me to perform as a coach. And I, I, I experienced it for a week, and I came back and gave him a resignation letter. To moved, Langston? Yeah, to Langston. And you took and, the position. I, I took the job at Now I want to know how you came back to Langston, because I know that's going to well, be a great story. Well, it's, all, it's, it's, the, it's the power and the sovereignty of God, you know, the, how he brought me back to full circle. Okay, I want to hear it. And so, so, so here I'm now at Tulsa University. Okay. Coaching, company card, you know, and all of it, and the whole deal, and a bigger stage, playing, you know, I mean, Division One. Mm-hmm. So uh, now I am coaching my first year, and I have a player that get drafted by the New York Jet, New York Jets, in the first, in the, in the second round, wow. by the name of Dennis Bird was a great player yeah. and uh, it, was, it was a unique situation. He got a book out and everything and uh, because some, some things happened to him in his life. But anyway, uh, for three years I coached there and then my head coach at Tulsa University came to my office and said, Pat Jones, which is Oklahoma State, 
cough. Call for, call for me to come to Oklahoma State back to my home school. Do you, I know you've seen it because, I mean, you probably thought about it. But what I see is how you've always been loyal, always try to leave places the right way, meaning you have always told people, you know, you've always been honest, yeah. which made people being okay with you living, right? Yeah. But what's crazy to me is that all you always had to do your whole life is persevere, yeah, yeah, stay yeah, humble, yeah, do the right thing, yeah, be nice to people, work hard. Yeah, and he did. Yeah. It's like, it's like for me, it's like a path, yeah, you know. Yeah. He opened yeah. that door. You get yeah, in yeah. right, and then you stay in there. And he opens another door. You yeah. step into it. He opens another door. He always made sure, like he had a clear path for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you, yeah. because you was humble and I believe sensitive to the spirit, right, yeah. of God, that you always stayed in touch with him, that he only needed to open that one door for you. He knew you would step in, next door, step in, next door, yeah. step in, yeah. next door. And I feel like today people, the reason why they struggle is because they are not faithful, they are disobedient. So now there are other doors that have not be open, been opened by God, but have been opened by the enemy or because yeah, of our own, yeah. because of our own flesh. Yeah. And we want to give it like his full desire. We want to feel our desires not the right way. Then yeah. now you have five doors yeah. in front of you and then you end up not picking the right one because you always go after yeah. what you want and yeah. not what after God want for you. And you, you make sure you took all of that out and you was listening to one voice. Yeah. And that's the reason why you're, I mean, I'm not saying it was easy. I'm not yeah. saying that, but yeah. I'm saying you only not had to open one door. Well, the, the horizon and the opportunity and the platform that the Lord have gave me to serve, you know, have, have served and fantastic and outstanding dividends. Mm. And from Tulsa University to Oklahoma State, and from Oklahoma State to University of Kentucky, and so and so God every time God blesses me, and every every move I made, it was a significant more money. I mean, I, you know, I, I could get a figures, but it was significant more money, mm -hmm. and and it was more advancements, yeah. and then and then then when in. Uh, I was at Oka, I was I, 88. I was at Tulsa. In 89, we played in a bowl game in, in, in the Independence Bowl. And from the Independence Bowl, and then I I I uh I came to OSU in 91. And then I, I coached another group of athletes like Jason Gilden that went on with the Percival State. All these guys was all pro. Dennis Bird was all pro. Jason Gilden was all pro. And 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 then and then at at about three years here at Oklahoma State, then then now uh, they had a coaching change. Pat Jones retired. Then a, another coach came in, and so when I, when he came in, he wanted to take me out to the football field. And uh, and so that opened up another opportunity. You know, the University of Kentucky called me, and I went to University of Kentucky. And again, you go on to bigger and yeah. better and what yeah. I just want to say thank you because recently, I mean, my life has been intense. I'm not going to say crazy. I'm working on that. Like I said, my life has been intense and I've always asked God, 
was it yesterday? Yesterday I had a talk with him and I was just telling him, I just want to tell you, thank you so much because you love me so much that you has never given me a full amount right away all at once. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, thank you so much that you care so much about me that you're giving me little by little by little by little. And that's exactly what you just said. Yeah. The amount of yeah. money was getting bigger and bigger, but you didn't have yeah. the full amount right away because who knows who you would have become with that amount of money, yeah. right? That, and right. it was yesterday I was walking my dog and I was just like having my little time with Jesus. And I was like, man, I just want to tell you thank you. And I know it's not over. I'm only 25. Come on now. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, it's just going to get better and better and better and better yeah. and better and bigger, more money. And I always tell him, yeah. if you know I can't handle it, take it back. I don't want it. Yeah. But if you know I can and I'll yeah. still trust you, okay, let's go. But you're going to have yeah. to stay with me, right? Yeah. Well, well, you know, there's things happened to me in my, in my life when I was at New York Giants and I mm -hmm. feel like I was getting cut. And there was a guy by the name of Bob Lord, which is a Christian coach. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, Cal, if God, if, if, if God closed the door here with this opportunity, get excited. He got Let's something go. better for you. Let's go. And, and, and years and years later on, when I was at Kentucky, I was in Atlanta recruiting in, in, in a suburb of Atlanta. And I met that same coach. And I said, I said, I said, Bob, do you remember what you told me when I was with the New York Giants? He was, he was a running back coach for the New York Giants. You saw Giants. him again? And he, huh? You saw him again? I saw him again. And, and, and I said, uh, and I, he said, what did I tell you? I said, you said, when the door closes here, get excited because God got something better for you. That was the Holy Spirit speaking through him because right. he couldn't right. even remember right. what he told right. you. He gave me hope in a despair situation. And and so that, that uh, again, when I look back, if, you know, the, the guy, the, 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 old, the guy on the oil rig gave me hope and said, you know, said, why are you asking me any questions? Go for it. And then that guy and then the pastor that was preaching on the TV, Dr. E.B. Hill, gave me hope. He said, I'm talking to you. Don't give up. Don't quit. You need those people along the way, I, though. I, that's right. See, God intervened in others to encourage you. And to tell you no, that he it. got something better in store for you, or he is, or he didn't forget about you. Right, he haven't forgot. About he you. didn't forget yeah. about yeah. you. And, and see, Naomi, uh, in my life, I told you that when I was coming up, I had a problem with confidence. Shut yeah, up. I had a question, but the story was too good. That's why I was like, <laughs> I'm going to keep that yeah. in the back of my see, mind. See, but go ahead. All those inadequacies that you know that I had, and all those complexes I had. And growing up without a father, growing up, you yep. know, but I, I had love and I had grace and I had mercy around me to my parents and to other people in the community. And and all and and though though all those things overrode overrode all those complexes and those shortcomings that I had. And and so when when I first came to Oklahoma State, I had another friend of mine, SL, you know, SL Stephen, and 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 when he came along with me, he was a spokesman, he was smart. You know, and I was a guy real shy. And he said, I speak for him, you know, until God began to bless me, you know, to be, you know, to speak for myself. He developed you as you. Yeah, he developed. He, but first you have to come to him. That's right. That's and right. a lot of people, yeah. and, and I know it's not easy, but when people say, 
I will first go ahead and clean myself before I come to Christ because I want to make sure I come to him the proper way. Right. He don't care about that. Just right. come as you Just are. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing yeah. you got to do. Yeah. Come as you are. And yeah. once you have made that decision and you have given your life to Christ, boom. Yeah. Now yeah. let's get yeah. the work going. And that's like it, a misunderstanding it, it, that we have. I'm, I mean, you're right. You know, as a pastor, I mean, you're leading peoples and you're encouraging peoples. But, you know, and, and you preach to people, but as you, as you deliver and present the gospel, when you're studying and, and, and you're asking the Lord to guide you and direct you in your speaking, it's, the, the key thing is, is it well with your soul? Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the, uh, the preaching, uh, uh, the, you know, the preaching speaks to you before it you, you you share it with someone else it's come out of your heart and 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 because i i i've i was prayed and asked god you know i mean you could pick somebody else you know a lot smoother a lot eloquent than you know but but that's the way he did with moses moses said i, I can't speak you know you know he said I, he said i'll i have a spokesman for you yeah. just go yeah and so a lot of times you know you know people are People deny doing God's will because they're afraid and they, they see all these fears and, and all these things and they have all these complexes and 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 they don't want to really, you know, they, they, they don't give God a chance, you know, to to give them strength and, and to rise them up to overcome all the inadequacies and the complexes. Time out. You said that. Let me look it up real quick. There's a quote. I can't remember. I, I don't know why my memory is that bad. <laughs> but the quote is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure mm -hmm. and it is true i believe that us human beings were not scared of our darkness yeah. of um what we do when the lights are out yeah. i don't think that's our biggest fear our biggest fear is the light that has been placed on the inside of us because we are unknown. Yeah. We, we, we don't yeah. know how yeah. bright that light is. Yeah. And sometimes in that, whenever I shared at the church that I went through a healing process, that quote, yeah, it just helped me a lot because I sat down and I was like, I'm actually not scared that people know that I had a miscarriage. I'm actually not yeah. scared that people know my dad was family. I'm actually not really scared that if people uh, knows that I used to get bullied. I'm actually scared that to live the abundant life, the overflow life, because I'm a little bit scared about the power of God. And I had to realize that I'm a little bit scared of that light that has been playing on the inside of me, right. letting right. it shine. What if like, you know, and I, I realized that I wasn't scared of my darkness. Well, you know that's the that's the burning desire that, that that that's you know that that's over me now mm. you know that i don't want to let god down because he's been so good to good me to you. he yeah. have blessed me and he took me in from in from small income circles to greater income circles yeah he had helped me to help others he had placed me in places you know, with, with, with high rollers and people, you know, that's very highest prestige. And he had put me in the battle with the lowest peoples. And so he have gave me strength, you know, to handle them both. Mm. I mean, I, you know, I cannot rest. Paul's letter to the, um, you were, you were able to be content in every single situation. Yeah. Good it, or bad. It, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, 
I can't really cherish on what I did and all this and all that. It's it's all by the grace of God, and and His grace and His mercy, you know, took care of me, and He and He gave me a platform to serve, mm. and 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 that's the most important thing is because in my latter years here, you know, I mean, I'm with some brilliant coaches. Dave Rader, which now he's a representative for the House of Representatives in Oklahoma. Uh, Ron Akins was was a, a professional coach for the uh, uh, St. Louis uh, Cardinals, uh, University of Oregon. Uh, the same coach that I served up on when I first got started, I played against him. He was he was at Vanderbilt when I was at Kentucky. He was at when I was at Oklahoma State. He was at University of Texas at Texas. And so we got a chance to compete against each other. That same coach, uh, you know, that we still stay in contact with the, with today. Uh, Pat Jones, which is a, a well-known coach here at Oklahoma State, and he was Mike Gundy coach. Uh, uh, he's, he's, he does radio and radio uh, on, on, on Sports Animal. Uh, he's, he's alive and well today. Uh, Bill Curry is, is one of the greatest motivators, one of the greatest motivators I've ever been around. Played wow. for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, you put him on YouTube, I'm, and he's one of the greatest spokesmen I, I, and, and, and charisma speaker I've ever been around. I mm. worked with him at Kentucky. I went to him one time while I was working at Kentucky, and I just left, you know, Oklahoma. And all this during this time that when I was coaching, I also pastoring. There was some time I took a leave of aspirin during season, but I still went back to this pastoring for the small church. And I had a had an administrative assistant in, in my church that was a secretary and that was very supportive. And and that when I was at Kentucky, it, her, she she had passed. Hmm. And a family member called for me to do the service. And and this service gonna take place right before our first game at the University of Kentucky. And so I felt like I knew the answer, but I had to ask it. And so I went to my head coach, Bill Curry in Kentucky, and I said, Coach, I gave him that scenario, he had a situation. I said, they asked me to come back on Friday, you know, to do the eulogy. And I'll fly back in on Saturday morning uh, before the game. And I knew he's gonna say, no, Kevin, you can't do it. He said, you got to, you got to go. You must go. And matter of fact, I'm gonna pay your way. I walked down the hall in tears in my eyes. Yeah. Wow. Because God placed a man in my life as my head coach to minister to me and to help me share the gospel. Hmm. And I came back and I did that service and we came back and played that game and I made it back in time to play that game. And that contest went on. It was at the it was at the University of, of Indiana. We were playing that team, which was a rival, because Indiana used to have a good basketball team. Uh, Kentucky have a good basketball team, but this was football. We played four quarters of that game. The score was zero to zero. We won that game with a field goal, three to nothing. Three to nothing. Three to nothing. So, so God told me, you know, God, God showed me in that game 
that in, in order in order for that, that to happen, that we must have to play outstanding defense. defense. And I was a defensive coach. And our kids performed so well that we won that game. And that wasn't nothing but the grace of God. Mm. And, and, and I, I tell you another thing before I go on. Please, please wait. <laughs> Now I understand why your friend told you to write that book. Yeah. I, well, see, what we're doing now is God is really revealing to me. That you got to. That this is that this is the basis for me to write the book. And what I said at church, I said, you allowing me to step up and speak yeah. was the basis. Yeah. Because I know what he got for me. I know the amount of women that I'm yeah. about to bring to the kingdom of Christ is yeah. going to be amazing. I just know that. Yeah. I, I just have an yeah. ability to yeah. reach people. Yeah. And based on yeah. my experience, I mean, yeah, it sucks yeah. that I've been through all of that, but yeah. so that's just the beginning. Well, and well, I'm so happy you get to do your beginning right here on my <laughs> podcast, y'all. He is well, right there. Well, you know, it get better than that. <laughs> <laughs> it always get better than that. Well, I, oh, I, I mean... I've had some opportunities, and I was interviewed by the Green Bay Packers. Yep. You know, while I was here at Oklahoma State to come and coach D-line for them. Mm-hmm. And, and I've had opportunity to, to go into the pros, and I prayed and asked God to open up doors for me to get there. And my prayer was, the last call I had was a friend of mine that I coached with here at Oklahoma State by the name of Rob Ryan. He was a coordinator for the Oakland Raiders. He called me. And he, and he called me killer and said, killer, I'm going in, you know, for the coordinator job. Mm-hmm. And if I get the job, I'm going to bring you up to coach with the Oakland Raiders. And and I, I said, do you know what I'm doing? He said, I know you coach at Southern Nazarene and you pass in the church. He said, okay. You know, and I started praying. The Lord opened up that door. And I said, Lord, open the door or close the door. Wait, time out. He, you said he opened the door? I said, I started praying for the Lord to open up the door uh-huh. for me to get there or close the door. It's been my goal to always be a professional coach mm-hmm. in the NFL. I prayed. And from that day, from this day, I never heard another word from Rob Ryan. That door closes. But, but, I'm going to say but. But that one word you got from that one coach, when the door closes in your mouth. Yeah. Praise I, the Lord. So that was the second time. And I bet you learned your lesson because the last time he closed the door, he cut you, right? You had something even greater happening. So now yeah, you had another time yeah. where you could go yeah. back to yeah. what happened before. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I left from Kentucky and uh, and the, ne- the, the next thing, I was at Kentucky for two years. Mm-hmm. The last year was at Kentucky, you know, doing that, doing that first year, we beat LSU and a very outstanding win and everything. But the next, the, each year we played that same team over again in our conference. We played LSU and we got beat like a drum. Mm-hmm. 
down there. They remembered it and they beat us bad. <laughs> so we so so we come home mm-hmm. and that weekend, you know, at the a real, you know, terrible loss. That Monday morning, the athletic director come in and fired us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where was that? I mean, we got fired. Four wow. games, four games left on the season, and we got fired. I mean, with this legendary coach Bill Curry, but and we and and then plus we had an open date. Mm-hmm. I mean, for it to marinate within our souls and our mind and our heart that we didn't have no job. Remember, we had a contract in the June, but God did something great. He always do, man. In in the midst of that terrible situation. Go ahead. I will, I will, I'm ready. I won't never forget it. And it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me in my life. So after that open date, and we all, you know, coaching staff, we were real close, and we all, you know, got together and we fellowshiped and everything. So we so we 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 not lost our job. So mm-hmm. it, you know, so we, you know, we all gonna go different directions. Yep. But after the open date, we would get ready to go into this four-game season, four more games left. The yeah. head coach come in. I'd say, told you he was a great motivator. Come in with with a with a with, a, with about three or four boxes, and only and only in his boxes, you know, he pulls out t-shirts, and he had t-shirts. He, he said, "We got four games left. We're gonna run the table." And we ain't but one we ain't but one 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 game the whole season. Mm. And now he's talking about winning winning I mean, all four, all four. And this was the this was the toughest teams in our schedule. Oh, we had yep. we, we had we had University of Georgia, we had Mississippi State, we had Vanderbilt, and yep. we had we, we we had we had uh we had Tennessee, and Peyton Manning was a quarterback. <laughs> I can't stay. It, it gets better than that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll so, them. <laughs> so, so, so so at Kentucky, we we had K on K on the side of our helmet. Yeah. So they told the player took took the K off off of one side of the helmet. I, I mean, they took the K off, and the team began to come together. We we played Georgia, mm-hmm. beat them. Okay, that's one. We played Mississippi State, beat them. Let's go. That's two. <laughs> we played Vanderbilt. We shut them out twenty-four okay, to nothing. Cool. Three. And now we're going last into the final game with a hundred and five people in the stand at the University of Tennessee. That's right. Hundred and five. Hundred and five. I mean, they they had they had the biggest stadium. Yeah. You know, in 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 the nation at that time. I got. Mm-hmm. I guess you know they 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 were trying to outdo Michigan, so they they added a hundred and five seats in that stadium. S- second quarter in that game, we was ahead. Second quarter of the game. Second was quarter ahead that game, by how much? We was ahead, and Peyton Manning got hot, <sighs> and we lost the game. <laughs> But, and you guys was right. Yeah. You said that you mm, but, him. But it was a whole new season, and yeah. after, after every game we won, we celebrated. We were so excited, and the head coach said, "I knew you can do it. Yeah, this is the team I've been looking for." Mm-hmm. And 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 it, it was a tale of two seasons. I mean, we we had two seasons: a season that what we lost, and a season what we won. Yeah. I mean, and so so we, so we all we all got fired. Mm-hmm. I was the only one on that staff got asked to stay on with the new coach. Mm. And, favor, and, and then, they, and, and then they increased my salary. Favor, going back to favor. <laughs> but, but it get better than that. Oh, no. 
I received a call back to Oklahoma State in 1997, offered me $17,000 more dollars to come back here and coach. That same coach that, that, that wanted to move me in, that moved me into, into the, into the straightened condition, now calling and asking me to come back. And before I came back, he said, the job is yours before you can come back. And my, my new head coach said, said, Calvin, whatever you do, make it fast, make it quick. And I already knew that I had a job, but I didn't tell him that. But I came back and, and I visited Oklahoma State campus. And I came back. And when I came back here and, and we started in, at, at that seven, in that season 97, OSU hadn't been to a bowl game. We were eight and all. And we and we lost to Missouri in double overtime, you know, you know, you know, you know, after the eight games. And then we made it to the Alamo Bowl. What do you want me to say? <laughs> what am I supposed well, to say? And it, and it, and it, wow. It, it get better than this. And this okay, I, okay. I'm gonna say this because I'm tired of hearing it gets better than this. When well, I think I've reached the top well, what, and my head what, can't take what, it. What this here, this here, this here. So so it's 97. 98, 99, and 2000. It might have been 2001. That head coach got fired. I was asked to stay on again by the new coach here at Oklahoma State. Okay. Okay, so he gave me more money and I stayed on. I was for one year. That year we won four ball games. And, I was, and, and the last game I coached for OSU was against OU. And we won 15 to 13. And that was the last game I coached. And then that coach in, during spring, after spring training, mm -hmm. I called to the church here in, in, at Mount Zion, called me in. And they said, Cal, you got to make a choice between coaching football and the church. And I, and I Wait, said, what? you got to make a choice. And, and you had to make a choice. Well, wow. and I said, I said, I said, I said, are you talking about my faith? I won't call the coach's name. Are you talking about my faith? And he said, and, and, and he said, he said, I admire you, what you're doing, but you got to make a choice. I'm going to go in a different direction. And I said, do what you have to do. I like that. And so, I like that. And, and so, and so my salary was close to three figures income, but I made a choice and God have never let me down. And then I, I stayed on and did a mentor program here for a little bit. And then in 2003, I went to a little small school called Nazarene, coached three years there. Then I went, and then from there, I went, I've, I got my master's of theological study degree. God put me in that position to get that done. Then I went to UCO. I coached, I coached four years there. And, and then, then we won the Lone Star North and it was very successful. And then one day I was, I was, I was, I came in, Lord said, that's it. And I, and I said, well, I said, I'm gonna retire and go back to my church. And then mm -hmm. I, I retired for three months and then I would call to Langston. And then I've been there, I've been there ever since. Three months. <laughs> three, three months, three, three, three months. Now I get a call, I, three I, I go, I go to Langston just to, just to talk football. Yeah. And, and then the AD called me and the head coach called me and said, AD, it want, want, want you to come for the second interview. I ain't been to my first interview. I met the AD while I was there. He mm -hmm. said, but we want you on our staff. And that was in 2010. And then in 2022, 
I mean, I sent out, on, uh, well, I didn't send out, I did a chapel service for them. I helped them out. Gotcha. And so this spring, they asked me to come back and help out. Yeah, but you quit for three months. I don't call that retirement. I'm sorry. Just say you but, didn't have a job, but, but they'll call it retirement. But 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 but, but what, what happened is I don't know how long I would coach, but God had placed me into the platform to serve. All I know, all I know is my calling is to serve. Mm -hmm. And God blessed me and equipped me to serve. And so during all this time, in the last, in the last three years, I'm Coach's Hall of Fame, Fellowship Christian Athlete Hall of Fame. I've served at that state convention president. I've served six years. I took them through COVID. And we made increases in, in, in higher achievement during that time. So God had blessed me. You know, I, at one time, I was doing four things. I was coaching football. First of all, I was a family man, coaching football, pastoring the church, state convention. I was doing four things. And of course, he done took some of the things off my plate. I'm knocked out, <laughs> guys. And so, I wow. mean, but, but the, the Lord have blessed me. Uh, this is. I have, the Lord have blessed me with a family, with a church. I've been at the church going on 22 years. And. I mean, yeah, he blessed you. And Ooh. he have blessed me with a good family. You know, uh, you know. My, all the kids are successful, got degrees. Two boys went to North Texas State, you know, played football. And my daughter uh, went to uh, Tuskegee. Uh, she has uh, studied as a veterinarian. Mm -hmm. And the Lord have really blessed me. I mean, so uh, I just say I'm a blessed man. And... One thing I always say is your past does not define who you are. Isn't that true? Yeah. It, your past, like, a lot of people, and I say that about me a lot, and I have to remind myself, but I'm assuming based on what happened to you and everything you have faced, you know, young, especially during that time in Mississippi, I mean, yeah. being yeah. a man of color, yeah. like yeah. you could have lived life a better way. Yeah. And with a lot of anger, yeah. with a lot of, you know, bitterness, with a lot of, you know, yeah. you could have. Yeah, I, I could have. And a lot of people choose that path. Yeah. Because it is easier to choose that rather than, you know, you still broke a lot of barriers. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. I think about it, it's like, even you, when I think about, you told me you don't come from a high income. Right. You told me where you come from. I mean, you did struggle. You didn't have everything. You said all of that, right? And yeah. when I hear your family today, what they're doing today, your wife, the stereotypes that you have, you guys have broke, been broke, breaking, right? Yeah. Like those generational curse that has been maybe on you. You was the one that got used to just change the whole curse of, you know, for future generations. And yeah. that's just awesome. And I keep telling people, your past does not define who you are. And I heard that from uh, Steve Harvey. He said it on his show one time. And he said, life is 10% of what happens to you, 90% of what you do about it. That's right. How true is that? Yeah. I've never heard of that before. But I remember when yeah. he said, I said, 
pause. I need to pause the video. And I remember I grabbed my phone yeah. and I put that yeah. in there on my yeah. phone. And I was like, life is 10% of what happens to you, which is yeah. your background. Yeah. That's, I don't know, but that's like a small part. Yes, there's a lot of scars coming from it. But also true is that it's only that part of your life. Then the 90% is what are you going to do about that? Are you going to stay in your darkness and make people feel sorry for you and not give it all, you know, every day? Or are you going to like take your authority back, trust in the Lord, yeah, believing that he has something greater for you, yeah. believing that he will take you out. And even if you, you want to be that one that he uses to break all those generational curse, let him use you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is possible. If he did it for you, I yeah. know he sure if he yeah. did it for, yeah. for me. Yeah. Do it for me. Well, but I mean, the sky's the limits. True. And so, and so you, you, you know, you have to believe in yourself. And a lot of it is, is you know, I mean, when you've when you, you know, you've seen the, the attitude speech, you know, and, and that's true. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the attitude, you know, that you have. I mean, as, as you know, as a professional ball player, I mean, there's times that it's been difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and it's sometimes difficult, you know, to stay on the team. And somehow, tell me, it's difficult to work with the coaches. But if you have a good attitude and just believe and trust, and there's sometimes as a professional athlete, you're gonna get cut. But God always up, opened other doors, and sometimes He closed doors in, in order to open up a better door. You know, just like that coach said, he closed this door, get excited. He got something better for you. And so, and so, you know, the, one of the most important things as, as dealing with, uh, uh, as a coach and as a pastor, you know, you, 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 you manage peoples, you encourage peoples, you love peoples, you get to love them right where they're at. So true. And I felt that whenever I came to your church, yeah. um, I observe a lot. I'm sorry. That's just how I am. That's my nature. But I did appreciate that whenever I came, that's the, can I say culture? I don't know if you can say culture. Like, that's the culture that you want in your church? Yeah. Can, can I say that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I wasn't sure if the right word was yeah, culture. Yeah. I know in sport yeah. we say culture, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. But that's kind of how you guys are. I remember I was speaking and people were so nice, welcoming. Yeah. They were loving, caring. And I was like, wow, these people don't even know who I am, but they yeah. care about me. And when I share my testimony, what I appreciated the most was that I never felt once judged. Yeah. Not but, once. You guys just said, "Yeah, you focused on um, the breakthrough. You focused on the times that the Lord has took me out of situation rather than focusing on my yeah. mistakes. And yeah. I was like, that is so beautiful. Yeah. And I believe that, and it, it's sad, but I believe that there are still churches out there that focus on the mistakes that we make, but they don't focus yeah. on yeah. God is about yeah. to snatch her out of yeah. that situation. Right. Yeah. And I, I wanted to tell you well, that I did appreciate that about your church. It was just awesome. And yeah. you just feel it. Well, I mean, we, there are some people in that church have been broken, mm -hmm. and 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 one particular individual that said that I spoke right before I spoke to you had been broken. Mm -hmm. You know, confinement. The Lord opened up doors mm -hmm. for that person to be released, mm -hmm. a whole new release on life. I mean, when when you think about the worst, a worst 
they have been doing. Mm. And God had brought them out. Yes, that's amazing. And 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 yeah. and uh, you know, so uh, you know, you know, we all have been broken, mm. and God is the one that mends us back together through our faith and through our trust in Him. It is true. And yes, it, it, I, I look at I, you know, I think about often think about my mother, you know, as she was broken, and God blessed her. You know, I mean, to you know, to, to raise five kids. That's hard. Yeah, and 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 you know, all what I have now is the memories, and I am the oldest in my family, and 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 I try to I, I strive to encourage them, and and to be the leader of the family, mm. and 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 God have blessed me, you know, at that you know to to hold that platform to encourage them. You know, and and uh, always, always, you know, when when that when that speaker's on Sunday, he talks about the hope. That's what God give us, hope. Hope. That's you know, mean. he gave the children of Israel that was in Babylon. He gave them hope. Hope. Yep. And you know, and Daniel, you know, in the book of Daniel, I believe the ninth chapter, it's it's a hope, and a hope they don't forget what God have done for them how God had brought them out. And I hope they'll never forget that they was in captivity. The story of Joseph too. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. All of them actually. Yeah. And so, you know, mm. that's the way it in our lives. You know, God have you know gave us hope. Yeah. You know, there's a scripture I believe in Corinthians said eyes have not eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, heard. the greatness that God have restored for you. I mean, I mean, I mean, mm. if, if you, you know, keep your hands in God's hands and have the faith and have the trust, I mean, I mean, God will see you through. I mean, there was a lady, in, you know, that when the spies that came over, to, you know, the Scotland, her name was Rahab, and God blessed her to be in the genealogy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and, and so God would, would take something and just make it beautiful. And if we trust in him and stay steadfast, as, as it said in First uh, Corinthians, the 15th chapter, I think the 57th verse, is steadfast and unremovable and doing his work, then great things will happen to us. And and He gives you a new melody to sing. That's in some somewhere. I just yeah. know it's in there. I don't yeah. know exactly where, but it's in there. Well, Whatever now, happened before, it doesn't matter because once you come to him, you repent and you give your life to him. That's he right. gives you a whole new that's, melody to sing. And that was me. That's that's right. All of us, I believe. Uh, you, you know, more than anything, you know, I strive to honor God. Mm. And I strive to give him thanks and give him praises, you know, for my life. You know, because I'd be nothing without him. I mean, I mean, you know, I go back home to where I was raised up at, everybody's gone. And, and 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 believe it or not, I, my prayer is, even I'm in Oklahoma, even I'm doing good, my prayer is, before I end this earth, leave this earth, that God will turn me back home. You know, I promised them, you know, their land and, and there are things that they worked for so hard for. You know, I make sure 
you know, that I take care of the taxes and I still I still have those things in my possession. You know, it, you know, and I promised them that when I came to Oklahoma, it, will, you, will you ever come back? And, and I said, I will. And so, you know, my kids are successful and 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 I have a son that went on and and had a had a three Popeyes in in in, in, in Albuquerque. And, and but if if I don't go back. My family never know where we came from. Oh, and that's important. That's important. Because that's in, yes, I, I, always remembering yeah. where you came come from. Because yeah. I think it helps you reminding what the Lord took you out of. Yeah, yeah. Keeps you humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you look at you know the book of daniel and the first chapter talking about you know the children of israel meshach meshach and abednego and, and daniel it, you know you know you know jerusalem was a prosperity place and the assyrians and the babylon you know stole from them and put them in captivity but after seven and some years they've been released and they returned back to their hometown you know, when you look at Nehemiah, Nehemiah was, was, was the cup barrier, and he returned back to Jerusalem where the walls were broken down and began to build the walls. Joseph, that was taken away from his family, his dad, yeah, sold yeah. by his brother. That's right. That's and right. That's right. the one that used to his family, but always come back. That's right. So There's something when, in... When, when there was a, a disaster in the land, and there was a family in the land, you know, God placed Joseph ahead of them. What, what they thought meant for bad, God turned into good. Don't let me get started preaching now. <laughs> see, see, see he, he can take a bad situation and turn to good. Because now his brothers and, and their families all came to him. And, and, and they brought the money for the grains. And he, and he put all that back and gave them grains. And and then he he held he, he held one of his brothers and and, uh, and said you know you know when you come back well he said come when you come back bring my brother I want to see I want I want my father I know the family to come back yeah. and they all renamed it together and God blessed him in order to bless them later on and see God blesses us in order for us to bless others. I mean, and that's my prayer every yeah. over my life. It's yeah. like, the, Lord, yeah. the more you give me, I want to be a person that when they come to me, I can be like, yeah, here. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it, I mean, you're on your journey. Yeah. You're, you're, but I, sometimes I want it. Like, yeah. But well, I, I, it's, it's going to come it, it, <laughs> patiently, step by step. Yeah. And it, it, as you put it together and, and, and ask God to, you know, to be the glue and have the faith. And God will bless you without a shadow of a doubt. The wealth, all wealth, your dreams, your goals. I mean, hey, it's it's there. Yeah. My I would say if I had to say my biggest dream, my biggest dream has nothing to do with basketball or coaching or anything career wise. It's finding my person. Yeah. And yeah. I know he's yeah. about to come. Well, I'm not worried about that. We're finding your person and touching lives mm -hmm. and, and, and helping and helping someone. It, you know that just like you or some of the situations that been been to you, help, helping them, give them a get and give them a helping hand out. Yes. And and so we we are we are now living in a society right now, and you know that you know 
to all your peers and all our, you know, the peers and, and the group that's coming along now. I mean, they, they are caught up into it. You can get caught up into, you know, and, and, a lot and of things. Before it, you know, it's it's and it's the marijuana and mm -hmm. all those things and sure. and the, the fast life and all this thing. And, so much and it, distraction. Yeah. Now it's on social media. I, I, are we I, talking I, about that? And it's destroying them. Social media. Yeah, yeah, it's destroying them. But but if but if you can be humble mm. and trust and help others accomplish their goal and achieve their goal and 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 push and build up right. and let the Lord lead you. I mean, the sky's the limits. I mean, there 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 are oases of opportunities. Yeah. I mean that that the Lord will would 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 take your mind, take your heart, and you and you can develop things, you know, to help others, you know, to rise to great success. I mean, the Lord have gave you favor. Oh, I'm feeling the favor because <laughs> hold on, time out. I'm feeling the favor. I mean, uh, that's what I'm telling you. What what you're telling me, I don't know. It's about yeah, to be me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. like right now, well, I just signed with my agency, and it's like I'm touching yeah. some places, and yeah. I, he brings me around some people that are well known. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, time out. I, I know I'm the yeah. little girl from French Guyana. You're telling me that's what you got for me. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. I just stay in awe, and I'm like, all right, then I guess yeah. we'll go. I I never thought, you know, that I would be living a life. And where I know that God, you know, have made provision mm -hmm. and, and to help and encourage others. I mean, and, and you know, people make mark of me, of me, you know, pastor, you know, is free hearted. I mean, that he, he, you know, but yet and still, I mean, the Lord have really gave me oasis of opportunities. And so I don't have to compete with nobody. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, and the Lord just say, hey, just be you. And, and, I mean, be I, I mean, be a, a proclaimer. I mean, sure, you know, you know, you know, pass it on. Like I said Sunday, you know, I have blessed you, so pass it on. And 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 I've I've studied I've studied millionaires and 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 great peoples, and 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 those who, you know, deny themselves and 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 help others you know god will bless you and god give you that he'll give you a trophy and he'll give you a reward that no man can give only god can give yeah man it's it's a walk it's a process i mean i, mean, I want you to play basketball <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've seen the zeal and 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 i and and i've seen you bring your team together Mm. And and I I I seen the playoff game, and mm. I'm a coach, and I studied it, and I analyzed it, and you know, I I I was I seen the success, and I seen the disbursement. Yep, that last one, trust me. <laughs> but, but it's okay, and and um, this season was such a blessing because before I committed to OSU. My coach was still a coach at UMKC, right? Yeah. And um, I remember I was in the process not knowing if I wanted to try the higher level or pro. And I remember the Lord told me, wait. I hate that word, by the way. But he said, wait. Yeah. 
And um, three days later, not even, no, no, a week, I can't even say a week, couple of days, less than a week, she calls me and she tells me, hey, I got an opportunity at OSU. Would you want to come with me? I would love for you to come with me and help with the culture. We're going to flip the whole program. I said, yes. I get there. I hit a wall at the beginning of summer because it was faster, stronger, tall, taller. Like I was like, yo, I keep, I keep having my shot block. I feel like I can't move. I'm the slowest here. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. And she just watched me go through that process, but from a distance, because she said she needs to figure it out on her own. And when I see this year, the blessing, how I got involved into FCA and just, they just helped me. They have no idea, but they just helped me with my background. Like when you talk about those complex that you had, yeah. I used to get bullied at school. Yeah. Um, my teeth, I remember I had so many problems with my teeth. No, um, how you call that? I never had to wear braces, and they're straight right now. My smile is beautiful. I remember I used to dress up like a boy all the time because that's just – I liked it. It was more comfortable. Yeah. And I used to get bullied for that. But I dealt with that, and they helped me healing with all that, daddy issues. When I tell you the breakthrough with the cycle of relationship that I was in, Yeah. I'm out. All of that's behind me, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it was a blessing all around. So basketball was – I knew that was from God, and – yeah. My walk with him this year, I remember, I knew, I know some, some people might think that huh, she's crazy, whatever, but some games that we didn't want, I knew we wouldn't have because sometimes he would have talked to me during the game and he would have said, do you trust me? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yes, I trust you. And he's, I remember sometimes he would tell me, I'm sorry, but you won't come up with that one. Yeah. And I used to tell him, come on now, like, let us have that one. And nobody would have known because all of that is happening in my head and in yeah. my heart, right? Yeah. And I'm talking to him, talking to the spirit. And I'm like, come on now, let us have that one. Let us have that one. We deserve it. We work too hard. Let us have that one. And then he would ask me, do you trust me? Yeah, yeah. And then that. as, even if it was hurting, I was like, I do. And kid you not, sometimes we would not come up with some wins. Right. And but my walk with the Lord was amazing because that those moments would have happened two years before I would have been mad to God and I would never talk to him again. I'll put him in a closet. Yeah. Right now, even if like I see maturity because even if I didn't come up with some wins, I'm still talking to him. That yeah. last game, that last shot, yeah. the disappointment, my shoulders are crying. I got up yeah. as in the locker room, I smashed the uh, trash. <laughs> and then that one night, but then after that, I went like, whew, I exhale. And I remember I sat down next to my coach and she was still emotional and crying. But I told her, I was like, man, it was fun. I was like, I'm so grateful. It was yeah. so yeah. much fun. And I was yeah. like, I know it sucks, but you guys gave it all. You gave us all the keys. We were up by 17. Yeah. And I said, you guys gave us all the keys. Yeah. And I was like, the Lord just didn't want us yeah. to have that one. And when I excel, I started looking at my teammates, hugging them and all that. And I was like, wow, it was amazing. Yeah. But that specific, that same situation would have happened three years earlier. I would have never talked to God the whole summer. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never. But now it's like maturity. It's like, wow. You know, I'm still talking to my dude right now. <laughs> you know, you know, and I'm a whole career. And I had to, I had to um, 
I had I had the I had the um I was offered a head co- coaching job at Langston. Mm-hmm. And because I was passing the church, I turned it down. And I gave it to this this young coach. And because 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 the Lord said, you know, you're already in, in into the into the platform of uh, as, as a head coach, yeah. and so so it's head coach for 33 years old, and I I turned it down. But uh, last year, doing doing a, doing a, uh, a situation doing a situation here. Uh, uh, they chanting my name. They chanted your name. They, they call. They calling me. They wanted. <laughs> that's awesome. So so. That's my that's my AD. Aww. So 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 we were playing a game with an undefeated team in Arizona. Okay. We was undefeated. So yes. so so. so so, so, so the head coach, so the head coach was out, mm-hmm. and I and I was a assistant head football coach. Okay. So I had to lead a team into that game. We was undefeated. They was undefeated. It was on their turf. I took this team in there, and I said, "Guys, we're gonna hold our penalties very very low. We're gonna we're gonna stay focused." Yeah, and I told the coaches we're gonna work together, and I said we're gonna we're gonna get it done. We won that game, and and, and here I'm on, I'm on the sideline, and and they came up and they said, Coach, can I take your head? Can I take your headsets? And yeah. I said, Sure. And they gave him a headset. Next thing you know, they poured water on me, <laughs> <laughs> and and, wow. and and the kids, the players, come up and said, Coach, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And sometimes that's the fulfillment. Yeah. I was having a talk with Azaria in the car last time. And I'm like, I don't like when people say, I just want to be happy in life. I'm yeah. like, that should never be your yeah. goal because happiness is so temporary. It's yeah. just a moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I want people to say, I want to find fulfillment. Yeah. And in moments like that, yeah. you have so yeah. much fulfillment. I mean, I, here I am with a clipboard and everything, yeah. and, and I, I and I'm praying. I'm saying, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord." Yes. And, and next thing you know, I get I get showered, and AD say, "You all right? You all right?" I'm all right, mm. but I mean, I mean, I'm saying, "Lord, we done pulled it off." Mm. Lord, thank you. Yeah. I mean, because because now I mean, the head coach is not there. I am the head coach. I am the one to call the shots. Mm. And God place me in that position in that platform and the coach said you know i said that was a highlight of my life and the head coach said coach that mean you, you're not gonna retire and i said i'm still gonna retire because because it was something that the lord had told me he told you that i need to do and you've been obedient this far so why disobey right now yeah yeah and so so i retired mm-hmm. and, and and then i realized you know that i did with the lord I, and i you know i followed through on obedience Mm-hmm. And then so in this spring, they asked me to come back and help because of being obedient to what, what God said do the first time. I did it and I said, I'll come back because I realized, you know, you know, that there's a mission and, and, and there is a ministry and God 
you know, have placed me in, in a role because I was obedient. And you also help all those young people. Yeah. Because, and it's so good because uh, being a black male role yeah. model, yeah. that is, you've been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what it is yeah. to go through yeah. a lot and also yeah. like, you know, so for yeah. them, it's they also see you as that person, that mentor that yeah. they can, they know God has placed you there to yeah. help them. Here's, here's another picture. Here's another picture. I, I, I was coaching at Langston mm -hmm. and then uh, one of my players that played here at OSU uh, was put into the wall of fame mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and, and uh, uh, I, I, a friend of mine told me, call him and, and, uh, and, and congratulate him. And, and he asked me, he said, Killer, would you like to come to Minnesota Vikings? you know, see a game and mm -hmm. I'm going to the Hall of Fame. And I, I, I said, I said, yes. And so uh, we played the game. And then I, I that Sunday morning, I told the church I would not be there. And so I flew to Minnesota, by, I, flew, I flew to Minnesota, yep. got there at nine o'clock in the morning. They took me straight to the stadium, went to the press box. And then he, he was uh, put into the Hall of Fame. Wow. And, and uh, uh, so uh, he was put into the Hall of Fame. He, put, he was put into the, to the Hall of Fame. He, I, I, but I, that's a life that you have probably changed, though, for yeah. the good. Yeah. And now you see everything. Yeah. Everything is attached. Like his life has been changed for the better because of people like you that have been yeah. put in his life. So he, he's, spe he's speaking before the whole stadium. Wow, and 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 he's he's a humble man, and 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 soon as he did this right here, mm -hmm. he came up and got his little family, and got his little family, and they put they put it they put a name around the wall number ninety three. It's seven years all pro, came from Oklahoma State. I recruited him out of Arkansas, brought him here to Oklahoma State, and then 13, 14 years later. You know he's he's he he asked me to he he asked me to come up, very shy, very humble, and 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 then he he told me he told me when he came back up he said he would would look family he said I'm going back to Arkansas. He's a Christian man. He said I'm going back to Arkansas. Copy and paste of you. <laughs> ah, copy and paste. You gotta love God, man. Yeah. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. And, and and his contract, one of his contracts was fifty million dollars. I've, I've I've had athletes didn't have nothing, and some of their contracts been thirty eight, fifty, hundred million dollars. Thank you, God. Yeah. You have opened the way, and because you was faithful and obedient to God, He showed you a way to live, and now you was able to yeah. pass the baton. Yeah. Yeah. And. Talk to him about it. Like share your wisdom with him. Yeah. Like, plant some yeah. seeds on the yeah. inside of him. Um, lead by example yeah. and all of yeah. that. And he's doing. It's guy. It's guy. I saw. I was watching the game against Minnesota and Green Bay Packers, and they won that ball game. And I called. I I sent him a text and I congratulated him. And then and then he called me. And say you taught me more about football. You, you, you didn't just life. don't teach me about football. You taught me about life. And that's oh, 
Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. I believe sometimes coaches forget that yeah. part. Yeah. We, we yeah. yes, you are our coach and we are the players. We need to get the, to be the, to develop our skills and all of that. But remember that we are young adults yeah. too. Yeah. And now we're about to go into the real world. And that's why I appreciate my coach so much is what she has planted on the inside of me, man. Yeah. I know I can go out there and just be yeah. that lionless like nobody can stop because yeah. I will just be unapologetic about it. Like, well, ha have you set your goals? What you, what you want to do? I have a question. Is it bad if I have a big idea of what I want to do, but I have not set up any goals because... Yeah. I do it yearly and I, maybe it's a bad thing. I don't know, but it's also because I don't plan because I want to do what God wants for me. Yeah. Now that might be, but I know for sure in life what I want to do. I would love to uh, be a motivational speaker for younger women. Yeah. That podcast, if he want to use it for bigger things, I know he told me to to start it. So I cannot wait to yeah. see where it goes. I would for sure want to open organization from back home that will allow kids to come play ball straight to the U.S., not always have to go to France first. Yeah. I always want to serve others. For me, I don't care where I end up as long as I'm where he wants me to be. Yeah. And yeah. the perfect world would be to, yes, involve sport, but mostly that I can share my faith. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's as long as yeah. see it. So I don't have specific goals. Yeah, I don't have like, oh, in five years I want to nah because well, he might open the door and then I'm like, okay. Well, how how do how do you, uh, well, how do you make a decision that when 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 you feel like God is trying to when you have two decisions to make, mm -hmm. how do you feel, you know I mean how do you make that decision? I go pray. Okay. Yeah. You go pray, and and so I mean, you know, a guy told me, he said, "We'll put down on." You know, what's the favor of God and what's the favor, you know, of just the secular world. And then and then write down, write down how that God can be glorified. And 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 even though when the world or the circle might have more over here, but when you pray about, you know, what God wants you to do, mm. you know, you know, other words, the positive and the negative, you know, I, I mean, and, and and that's what a Christian person told me. And and so so you write them down. How did that look like for you? You had to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote down, how how can I glorify the Lord? And and I said, Lord, you know, just like I prayed, Lord, mm -hmm. if this for me, yeah. open up the door. That's always how I work. That's why I don't make goals that are too far ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 if if the door if the door closes, I mean if the door closes, then that wasn't meant for that you was anyway. Not, that wasn't for you. And because because I mean, my goal was the coaching NFL, but I was and I'm so set on that goal that I was gonna let you know the church go and the college football go just to do that. But then again, but you still have to be open. Yeah. Yes. But but then again, when the Lord closed that door, then it it didn't meant for me because I've I've had I've had a lot of I mean the the, the guy that won the Super Bowl, he called me and Reed for the Kansas City Chief. He called me when it was the Green Bay Packers to interview, 
And so, I mean, I had plenty, I had, I had, had a lot of network to stay in touch with those guys, but the Lord closed those doors. And, and, and just like he opened up doors. I mean, when, when I got, when we got, when we, when we got fired at, at Kentucky, mm -hmm. I started praying and, and I said, Lord, I mean, cause I don't, I don't like defeat. I don't like right. to be, you know, dejected. And, and, and I, and sometimes I take it so personal myself. And, and, and the Lord told me, if you have faith mm -hmm. and trust in me, don't let these things overrule your life. Yep. See, I kind of work like you. Like, you know how in your life, you do your best, you do the right thing. Yeah. And then he, he, he opens the door, you step into it. That's kind of how I am. Yeah. And then if he... You keep doing whatever you want, and if he opens another door, you take it. Yeah. You, I always go back and check with him. Yeah. However, some people tells me it's a bad thing. I don't know if it's really a bad thing, but I don't really plan like yeah. too much because yeah. for me it's like, yeah, I'm here. I know he told me to be here. Let me be a hundred percent where I'm at right now and give it all. Yeah. And whenever that time will be expired. He will let me yeah, know yeah, and he will yeah, open another yeah, door. Yeah, and then whenever I yeah, stop, step into yeah, that other door, yeah, this other phase of my life, boom, there it will be another expiration date. But until he doesn't give me that expiration date, he knows my heart enough and I pray about my future and all of that. But until he gives me that expiration date, I'm not going to overthink on something that's too far ahead in the future. Yeah, that's yeah, just, yeah. Well, um, I mean, you know, now if, if the Lord said, Hey, I want you to play, you know, open up the door for you to play professional basketball. Oh yeah, let's go. Oh, okay, okay. You know, Lord, give me strength to play it, and and I pray, my I, I play for you to be glorified. All my professional uh, ball was, Lord, I'm playing yeah. it for you that you be glorified. For sure. And and so so that playing and that experience propel me further. That when I when I, so now I'm I'm almost in forty some years of coaching, mm. and so and 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 pastoring, and so and so really coaching and pastoring. I mean, I mean. But all those doors were open because you was playing before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 you know, and I got the I got the experience. I mean, when they called me back. And 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 I I seen some of the things that they were doing, and 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 the, and the and the guy that was 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 that was for me was was Coach Emery, the, uh, the other guy, the other coach, and so he was he was he was my, he was my GA, mm. and so now he's a defense coordinator, and so he said, Coach, you know, I said, do you want me to come back? He said, I, I said, I'll come back for you to help you, okay, because he used to jump from school to school, and I said, you need to stay put. You want to be a head coach. You want to be all this, you know. So, so basically, the Lord put me into a role, you know, to train these guys, hmm. you know, to encourage these guys. And so, 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 so when I took the when I took my my platoon, and I said, there are some things I said we need to change. And I said, if we want to be number one defense, I said, and I tell him, I said, there are some things you got to do. And so. I know, I know it because I've been in it so many years. Yep. But he's younger, and I, and, and I, and sometimes I had to give him critical. Uh, I, 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 had to, I had to tell him something very critical that hey, this you need to stop doing this here, or you need to do this right here. Right. And so, 
if he's he's a, he had the ability to listen, and then he can learn, because you know, at my age, you know, I mean, I have the knowledge, and so for me, saving it and holding it to myself don't do me no any good, mm-hmm. and I need to share it with someone else, for he can pass it on. Right. And so and so and so I tell the players, I said, look, I want you guys to work in technique, do this on your technique, and and then I, I want you to really, you know work 100% full speed and doing this right here. And I said, our performance will, will be outstanding. And and then we can, we can, we can strive to be number one, mm. you know, because I done been there. I know what it takes. Yep. Yep. That's the thing. Yeah. And so, and so now it went through spring ball and the, and the head coach said, yeah, I can see it now. I can see it now. I can see it now. A lot of time I don't say anything, you know, they, you know, they talk, I, I said, these are things that we need to do. And in order to be successful, these are things because, you know, they have not been with the experience. I've been Tulsa, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, all those places in professional camp. I said, I've seen it. And so these are the things that if you want to be successful, these are things you need to do. And so, you know, God had blessed me with that ability to really see it. And so when like Oklahoma State had a clinic here a, a couple weeks ago, I said, you guys need to go. And, and uh, it said, well, it costs $50. So what? Let's go and learn. And I said, I said, I've been in the game for a long time, but I still want to learn. I mean, the, the D-line coach, Greg Richmond, you know, for, for OSU, he played for me. Mike Gundy, I'm, I coached with him. And so, so, so all, all those guys, a lot of those guys, you know, that I, I've worked with, rubbed shoulders with. And so it's not about, you know, their status, their, their money, you know, because I'm successful, you know, and I just know just as much as they, they do. But, you know, I mean, I'm not in competition with them. Wow. I, I knew you had a testimony, but man, <laughs> I didn't know it was about well, to hit me like that. And I will encourage you to, yes, write that book. Write it. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 get it going. Because well, I believe you will definitely save a lot of lives. I, I do believe this is a start. Yes. You know, because, because you know, I mean, I always say where you start at. And, and one, of the, one of the professional ladies wrote a book, and she said, well, start recording. Well, listen, this episode is going to be out. So whatever it is, she said, start recording. Go listen to it. It will be out. I'll send you the link and everything. But, oh, man, wow. you got to, you have to. Well, I mean, I mean. I mean, you've helped me, you've, you've helped me, you know, to get started. So, yes. uh, you know, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Are you kidding <laughs> me? You're starting my season number two with no, this? I mean, Ooh. I mean, but sometimes, you know, I mean, there's a reason, there's a purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, and God have a reason, God have a purpose. And sometimes things start somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, I would, I, it's, it's a procrastination. It's a more or less a fear sometimes you just got to get started and I, I read i read some motivation deal the other day and i got a, a daily motivation deal and he said there's some time here he said the professor gave three tests the first test was was for 50 points mm-hmm. the second uh, test second part was 30 points the other point was like 20 points okay the, the first the, the 50 points was no matter if you try and if you didn't succeed, 
Still got fifty points. Still got fifty points. Yeah. And 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 the other the other one was a little bit less than that, and the last one was, was just I mean was were real easy, and most people took the real easy one. They didn't take the first one. If they, you know, if, if you know, and then when they got the grades, you know, they was already had their grades. But if you if you if you did the first one, yeah. regardless, you will get an A. Have, yes, and we don't look at it that way. That's right. That's right. And and that spoke to me. Mm. That spoke to me that when, when I read the that. Start. Yeah, when I read that motivation deal, it said, "Hey, look, I mean, a lot of time people, you know, um, there's a guy." That's uh, from the Bahamas. He was a preacher. Mm -hmm. Got killed in a plane crash. Um, uh, I, I heard. I went here and seen speak live, and uh, and he said there's more books that have not been written. There's more people in the cemetery that had an opportunity to write books and didn't write them, and they died. For not fulfilling their dreams, mm. and, and and it said there there's more more businesses you know that never had been produced because of fear of that you know that they were ever going to be non successful and they didn't try. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he was because he's I, a motivation speaker, also a yep, pastor. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that's his wait. I don't know if that's him, but I have seen him before, that's for sure. Well, I've I've i he used to speak for um a lot of these um multi level marketings. Mm -hmm. He was a pastor. Yeah. And at, at Miles Monroe. Listen to him sometime. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's an awesome speaker. And uh and and uh uh, he, I don't know where, where, how, and where I heard. He, he, uh, he, uh, uh, he, he's a Bahamas evangelist, mm -hmm. and the the guy who was in my convention. Said that he that, that was his pastor. Mm -hmm. uh, I want you, I want you to I want you to listen to him, Ma Monroe, okay. and then also another guy named Bill Curry. Oh, Coach Bill Curry, see. So U R R Y. Gotcha. He's my coach at Kentucky, and he talks a lot about about team and sports, mm -hmm. and 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 people people from different parts of life coming together as one. Gotcha. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And and he he is so awesome. I work with him. And and, wow. and and anytime, sometime I, I, I go in, I, I put it, I put a name in mm -hmm. and just listen to him. Mm. I mean, he's, he's an electrifying speaker. And so he's a motivation speaker. He, he is a great motivation speaker. And, and, and one thing that, that I learned from him, that when I was coaching with him, you know, that he would come in in the morning time and he had his, had his duffel bag. This dumb bag is full of motivation books, and 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 so so to, to be a motivation speaker, I mean, 
you always listen to other motivational speakers. Yep. And that encourage you. And then you put your ideas together. Your 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 ability, uh, your playing ability, the things you want to do in life, and then you all connect that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this head coach at Langston, and the reason they asked, they asked, you know, when I when I didn't when I wasn't wasn't coaching, they wanted me to travel with them. And so when I traveled with them, you know, they said, Coach, give us a speech. You know, give us a speech because, and and I, and I said, I'm not on staff, but I, I used to be on staff, but you know, but they wanted me to motivate the team, and I said, I it says hard to motivate the team, you know, that when I'm not in the grind with them, you know, it, you know, this team that I'm with now, I done took them to spring ball, I can motivate them, you know, because I can feel their charisma, and I know what they've been through, and 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 then, and, but but see, you know. That's what teams are looking for. Yep. Uh, Walter Payton. Walter Payton that played for the for the Chicago Bears was a great motivator. Mm. And so, I mean, when when, when you when, when when you listen to Miles Monroe, when you listen to Bill Curry, I mean, they will bless you beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Find find that motivation speaker, and you know, all that 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 can hit your button and that can touch your soul mm-hmm. and 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 then and, and listen to one one of the greatest motivation speakers that i listen to all the time one one of the pastors i listen to all the time is 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 uh is martin luther king jr life gets too hard if you can't run walk if you can't walk yeah mm, crawl but no matter what find a way to move forward i always yeah. use that one yeah yeah yeah. Whenever I had my yeah. uh, whenever I had my uh, miscarriage, that got me going. Yeah. It it didn't matter if life got too hard. If yeah. I was scared. Yeah. If I was, you know, it didn't matter. The next yeah. day, you knew I would find a way to keep yeah. moving forward. As long as you don't walk backward. Yeah. You're still all right. You're going the same way. It's just a different pace. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that podcast <laughs> was amazing. Well, I want to say thank you so much for coming here and oh, getting welcome. that episode. Um, I know whoever listened to that is going to yeah. love it. I know it's going to change some lives or give new hope, new encouragement, or perspective. So, yeah. thank you so much. Well, I, I I gave you my my phone number, my email. Yeah, and so I mean. I always stay in touch. I yes, mean, I that's mean, a forever I mean, kind of thing I mean, now. You got a number one fan with me. And, <laughs> Thank and you. I just, I mean, it, it's been my pleasure and my honor, you know, to have met you and to be a part of your life. Thank I you. mean, and uh, I mean, I, I just think God, only God put that together. Yes. I mean, and, you know, because God put great people into your life to encourage you. And, and I've had, you know, the Lord had always continued to put great people into my life. Yep. All the you phone know. calls you had yeah. in the right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and I'm all, I'm always there, you know, for encouragement, uh, right. whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm there. It, you know, when you reach a certain point in life, you know, you want to be a great resource for others. Sure. That's I mean, true. I mean, you know, you know, to me, uh, you know, frame, fame, prestige. Per, 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 Prestige, or some people do things for a favor. And yeah. to me, I, I just, I just want to be an encouragement to others. 
you know, God, God have blessed me, you know, and God bless others, you know, to be a resource for others. Mm. And there are so many people, you know, you know, do, you know, do this and do that for this and for that, for that. Right. And I, and I said, Lord, just, just let me be a, you know, be an encouragement to someone, wow. you know, you know, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, you know, uh, people say, well, you help me out. We could do it. No, no, I, I just want to be an encouragement mm-hmm. and because, you know, that's the most important thing is that when you need someone, you know, to get a word in, I mean, I have friends, I just call, just say hello and just say, man, I appreciate you. You wow, know, you know, you know, you know, male or female, I just want to say thank you for being in my life. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I, I just remember, uh, that young lady, I, I, I shook her hand before and she was saying, Pastor, you know, you're tired. I mean, this young lady had been in prison. I mean, and, and, and I mean, I said, she, I said, I mean, you know, she had guns, weapons, been in drugs and all this and stuff, but God delivered her. God never left. Man, well. And, 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 and uh, you know, and, but, but, you know, I know what God can do. And he did it for me. He did it for others. Yeah. Know? So you guys heard it, man. I mean, thanks for staying with us this long. And yeah. I mean, that was a great conversation. I hope you will enjoy it again. Uh, and just know another episode is coming out. I don't know when, I don't know who just know it's coming. Bye y'all. Yeah. <laughs>